Yo, Jean, yo, Jean, it's Vince. And Goofy. It's Reminisce. Today, we got one of our close boy. He's here with us. Um, Obviously, y'all know him. He goes, he's a Mongdu. He sings. He's, yeah, man, our boy Cedric, Sai. What's the last name? Bang, yeah. Bang, okay. Bang. He deserves a shot. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does. As long as I know him. As long as I know him. Fuck that up majorly. See, I'm always this is why up. we always have issues. Because you don't never know what my name I'm always forgetting shit. Trust me, dude. Like, that's not. That's oh, that's normal for me. But, yeah. That's, go ahead. What we were talking about. We were talking about foot. Like, foot. this guy got foot fetish. <clears throat> I do not have a foot so, fetish. When did it start? Huh? The foot fetish. <laughs> it's because not because I, I really uh, want to know because you know I've seen some weird stuff and foot fetish is just so, so, so how like, could you be in love no, with somebody's feet? For I me, mean, what not, they feet well, stay? I know, I know, I know what you mean. But I'm saying like it's not, it's not a foot fetish for me. It's for me, it's oh, not it's a like foot a fetish. No, it's just you, gotta, uh, you just gotta have a clean feet, bro. You just gotta have a clean feet, bro. All right, because okay. I, I went out, I went out with this girl. Didn't go out like date, but like we went on a date, and then we came to her house and we were chilling, and then. Um, she made me food, which was delicious, and she put her feet on the table. And I remember seeing her, her feet, and it was like you long, about to eat. She got foot long, and it was cracked. The hell she got? Did she got bunions? And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, and I was like, I can't eat, I can't stomach it. Damn. Gross. So her foot, she did mean she don't clean her foot. So she don't clean her foot. What else part of her body don't she fucking clean? So it's hygienic more. I feel you. Yeah, so I just I can do it. <clears throat> I got this thing too. Like I gotta wash. I, I make everybody wash their feet before they go to bed. Really? Yeah. 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 Just because if you think about it, that's the only thing that really touches everything, everything all day. You know what I mean? That's true. You know yeah. I mean? That I've never known anybody do that. You're I mean, the like first person I met them. obviously, obviously, you wear socks, you wear shoes, but even like when you come inside the house, you know what I mean. And then before you go to bed, I usually like, yeah, I got to wash my feet. I've been stepping all over this floor. You wow. Know what I mean? That's, wow. You never heard anything like that? I've never heard it. You're the first person I've ever met that actually does that. Yeah, I mean, regular. I got, I I said I got that from my auntie. Like, every time we slept over at my cousin's house, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I guess. I feel that. I feel that. You know I mean? feel like that. Yeah, I understand. Think about it. Like, it's just, you know, just hygiene. That's yeah, it. That's it's a hygiene. hygiene. It's a hygiene thing. thing. So you know, understand. like, it's not that, you know, again. Not because we, I like foot. It, they just got to have it clean. Yeah. Not be, correction. You don't like feet. You just <laughs> like that. You just like just to, to be see clean, clean. You just like to be just clean. clean. Dude, nobody would like my feet. Like what I was saying, I got this one toe that's so jacked up. Because you know how like, dude, I'm so clumsy too because I always like stump my toe on something and there's always the left pinky toe. So my left pinky toe is all fucked up now, dude. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, what you do? Hack him that shit? <laughs> it's so bad. Like the, you know the nail part? Oh. Like the big roll. And I'll show yeah, I'll show dad, you later. It's, it's okay, like, my dad. It's like a fucking callus. See, that reminds me. Right? No, oh, reminds me. My, my dad. You, see, my dad. He it. got some damn dinosaur feet, so I don't even know that. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> gross. <laughs> like man. seriously, his feet is like some damn foot fungus. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's like crusted <laughs> all over. You can see the cracks. Yeah, it's man. This is ridiculous. We're not alive yet. It's too much, bro. Okay, so real quick, do you remember how we met, bro? How can I forget? Oh, that's so sweet. How can I forget, bro? Uh-huh. It's a it's a memory, you know. Um, it's the same as like I met you too. Really? Yeah, but see, when I met you, you were drunk. No, <laughs> we weren't. I wasn't. I remember the first time we met. Or maybe I was drunk. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, this podcast is really good. 
us recording. if you want. We're going to edit. Practice. Oh, it's going now. <laughs> it's going, going now. now. Yeah. Okay. No, but then like, so yeah. How did you guys meet? If you remember, I remember. Please recollect and tell us. Uh, how long has it been? What? Five, six years now. Nah, no, more than that. that. It was like ten years, bro. Has it been yeah. that long already? Yeah, because I was still working at the grocery store. Oh, uh, damn, that has been that long. Yeah, it's been that long, dude. Wow. That's, I met you around the time where I really met everybody, honestly. That has, I didn't realize it's been that Yeah, it's been, that, been long. that long, bro. Dude, a lot of shit's changed. That's like <laughs> 10 years, bro. It's been that long. Yeah, bro. Damn, where did time go? I know, that's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember, because I think, I don't, know, I don't remember exactly how we met, but all I know is like every once in a while I always saw you. And this dude was speaking Hmong. I was like, oh, shit. All right, cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's not too many people that outside the Hmong community that you know that speak Hmong. You know what I'm saying? That's true. I don't think there was a lot of people outside the black community that spoke Hmong either. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, there was no black community that spoke Hmong. I don't know personally, but I, but I seen like maybe one or two. There know? really wasn't. I mean, See, the, the difference at is At the that... time when I came in, I was the first to break into that market. I just think that people, you know, at that time growing up, Everybody was so divided. You know, it was just yeah. race upon race. So, I mean, I hate to say it, but it was more racism back then. Oh, yeah. When, when I came into the game. At least when we were kids. Yeah, at least know? when we were kids, because I had to prove yeah. myself to both sides, the black community and the Hmong community. So, that was a, it was a tough struggle. I mean, yeah. like, see, the thing is, Susan, you can speak it fluently, you know? Yeah, like you. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, like, I other think. like other, like, <laughs> other black people that I've met, they, they speak Hmong, but only a little bit, like, phrases. Mm, I am a man. I yeah, yeah. But they're, they're not fluent, you know, yeah. like you. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yes, I think that's the difference, you know? Yeah. The college to high, high to me. Do you remember mm-hmm. how y'all met? Y'all remember? <sighs> Wait, I didn't even hear how y'all met. What the fuck? We met around the same time, but I, I remember meeting you. Where did we meet? It's been a while. It was, uh... My ex girlfriend Joa. Whoa! Now um, I remember her. <laughs> right away. Yeah, I remember that. The moment she, you said the she, day uh, word, I remember. <laughs> she brought you. Uh, she brought you flowers. Yeah. I know. Yeah, you came. You shook my hand. And you were like, "Oh yeah, what's up, man? Oh, damn. I was like, "Damn, you, you sing, you sing, you Whatever sing." Whatever happened to you? Is that the New Year's? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, you, you sing, man. you sing, Mong, dude. That's crazy. And then we end up uh, seeing each other in high school. It's crazy. And I was like, "Oh, it's that guy." That is crazy. Yeah, damn. I didn't realize it's been that long. It's yeah. that long, dude. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty damn, damn long. I yeah. really felt old shit. Yeah. <laughs> why you gotta do that to me, man? <laughs> yeah, I told you, man. Like that's why I, I was like, "What? You were probably drunk. I wasn't really drunk." Yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, at the same time, like. Yeah. No, we're not on live, dude. It's oh, a recording. It's a recording. Oh, we yeah. edited this oh, stuff. Yeah, okay. don't worry about it. Dude. Oh, are we really doing yeah. it? Yeah, we're yeah. doing it. Right oh, now. oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, so okay. whatever you yeah. say, just oh, say. Okay. If you don't want in there, yeah. we'll edit okay. it out. Just tell me. I'll edit it out. Oh, you know okay, me? cool, cool. Yeah, um, no. Yeah, so. Sorry about that. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> dude, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I didn't realize it was so long. But I remember just meeting all you guys and just having a good time. We were young. We were kids just having fun and we had no worries you know yeah. at that time of course but now as adults it's different responsibility to a max you know what I mean? to the max i remember you at your wedding yeah i remember all that dude we had so much fun yeah. and boy you would mess that <laughs> <laughs> i know dude and then on top of that y'all actually moved in together at one time we did yeah we that's did. when i was dating time. my other ex yeah yeah how can i forget yeah. her yeah she, Woo. she hurt me a lot, man. 
I remember yeah. that. When people were like, who hurt you, man? You know. <laughs> you already you know, know. Man. It was you rough, know, dude. I did a lot know. for her. Mm. What was lot. the best thing about you living at that apartment? With that apartment? What did you like about it? And, you know, I remember how you guys asked me. Yeah. That was the day on What's Your Name's birthday, because that's when I finally saw um, Say Again. Yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, I, forgot, I forgot whose birthday it was, but. I remember asking you because. Um, so you guys asked me at the out of the blue. I yeah, was intoxicated. Cause, yeah, because we <laughs> I wasn't thinking straight. <laughs> also, well, he, also I said you got two guys living. In. I was like, Damn, well, because I, I was like, you know, I like, hey, I hope you don't like. Do you mind? Because we were like, well, do you mind if us we stay with you for a while? Because we have we're trying to find a place right now. Yeah, I didn't know? know it was that bad. You know your situations at that time. You know, mine's wasn't as bad. Well, compared to yeah. Yeah, worse. Yeah. yeah, compared to bees. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, compared, compared to, to bees. bees. Yeah. His uh, his situation was like terrible, but like mine was like, I have options, but then I wanted to get out, you know. And uh, I think it benefited me because you lived so close to uh, her. Ah, okay. I see. You know, so yeah. I was like, you know, she she was like a very needy, very needy at the time too. So she was like, you know, whenever. And I was like, yeah, whenever you want to, you know, it's cool. We're staying here now, you know, and I was like, we were still working at that time, too. So I forgot how I found a way to work. You found like, I forgot how. But I was like all carpooling. Well, we carpooled for a while because at that time I had the Nissan. I had a car. Yeah. Um, so I would let him use my car during the night. It worked out because I worked in the morning. He'll work at night. Right. So I let him use my vehicle. Then got a car and I even told him don't park in the parking lot. Yeah, BB got BB yeah. got it. My bad. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, I don't think he cares. You know. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. BB got a car. <laughs> okay. Uh, and he parked in the parking lot. And he parked they, in the parking lot and they towed it. It towed it. And yeah. the tow was out of this world. So I even told him that from day one. I was yeah. like, BB, look. Oh yeah. You park in that parking lot and your car get towed. You are gonna be coming That's out three, four hundred bucks. Yeah. So <clears throat> once he lost the car and that, that just when everything went downhill. I think with that place. The way that we had to move out was so crazy because it was just a rush, yeah. you know. And I was there for a while, about two years, going on my third. So when you guys moved in, I was really just starting to kind of get out on my own, mm-hmm. you know. I wasn't ready to have roommates at that time, but I just felt bad because of your situations, you know, that you guys yeah, were kind of like yeah. where you and were you know, Yeah, and I apologize for rushing to that. I mean, to no, be honest, it wasn't like, your fault. You yeah, know, I mean to be honest, I, mean, I thought now, it was just make you take a shot, but it's yeah. not your fault. <laughs> I mean, like like I said, to be honest, it was it wasn't that. I mean, I don't know, I can't speak for you or BB, but like to me, I I thought it was cool. I thought you know because we paid, we offered pay rent. You know, we got we had. I always made mine's on time, but it's okay. You know, I after that happened, I moved back with my parents, stayed there for about a year or two, and then I got a new place. Yeah, you know, and that was even bigger and better and more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> But um, no man, it was a lot of memories. We had a lot of parties, you know, good times. Yeah, you know? yeah. we had some moments. <laughs> Tell me a time, because I, I remember coming every once in a while. Like one moment I remember was when it was us, my brother-in-law, baby, and then we kept playing the fucking uh, doorknob game. Oh was yeah, that, <laughs> that, was, that was at his place. That was I your place. That. Shit, because yeah, that was I remember when that. Yeah, fucking yeah. jumped off the balcony. I was like, man, fuck <laughs> that. <laughs> Dude, all your yeah. motherfuckers big as hell. I was like, man, I'm not playing with y'all. And then, like, fucking, my brother-in-law was like, went and locked the door and shit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm outside smoking on the balcony already, you know what I mean? I was like, fuck, all right. And then I was like, 
I need to go touch the doorknob. This is the only way, you know what I mean? So I jumped down. I mean, it wasn't too bad, too. It was like second story. Yeah, they chase after your ass. Dude, fuck a BB fast as shit, bro. Yeah. Dude, for how big he is. Oh, my God. He was like on sandals, too. I was like, oh, shit. BB can run, man. BB got got back. (laughs) I was hella, dude. I was running hella fast, dude. And then, like, BB was chasing me, and then... Uh, my brother-in-law came out, and then I don't know if you came out too. No, I didn't. You, I didn't. You were like, "Fuck it." Huh? Yeah, because they were like, "Dude, they're gonna pound your ass." <laughs> I was like, "They too got your ass." I'm good. Yeah, because you some big ass motherfuckers, you know. So yeah. I was like, "I got dip. Fuck it, dude." See, I didn't know anything that happened. All of a sudden, I, I heard you come back in. I was like, "Woo, them two chased me fucking far." <laughs> I had to run too. Like, God damn. I had to run all the way like across the street, go touch some random doorknob at, at some random house, y'all. Yeah, yeah. It's like, ha, fuck y'all, y'all. <laughs> Walk all the way back. It's like, I can't believe he actually touched a doorknob. Yo. I was like, ooh. And there was like door handles and push bars yeah, and shit. I was like, yeah. oh, fuck, I can't touch those, y'all. <laughs> yeah, that was like one of my memories over that place. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's all right. I forgot about that. You man. forgot about that? Yeah, I did forget about that. Yeah. It's been a long time. I remember that, but I forgot about that. Damn, yeah. that was crazy. That's one I like. I mean, I try to remember a little everything everywhere, but that's like the one I remember the most. Wow. And I mean, like, this is one time too. <laughs> BB, how he sleeps, dude, he's funny, dude. Big ass. <laughs> that dude's like a fucking bear. Yeah, it's like a grizzly bear, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's a fucking bear. He so, might be on that like, like a fucking <laughs> <laughs> That's how he would sleep, bro. To be honest, y'all laugh because y'all know it's true. Oh, he would sleep like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, but sugar bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about growing up, bro. Wow. What do you want to know? Let's <laughs> talk the basics because I know. I do have a book coming out really soon. Mm-hmm. I took a. I started it back in 2017, 2018. I took a break. Because I was doing the music and everything, and so this year, music has been really eating me. So I've been doing a lot of music and just preparing for what's to come. But yeah, I got a book coming pretty soon. It's called uh, Monk Save Me, and it's a, my autobiography about what I went through when I got into the monk culture to present day, how I learned, how I got my name, everything. And it just goes into detail, things I've never even told anyone. Yeah. So just personal things that I went through. And I wanted to explain to people so they'll stop asking me, how did you speak more? Who gave you your name? How did you learn more? How hard was it? You know, I decided, you know what? Let me just put it in a book and yeah. tell you all. Yeah. So the chapter, when it first starts, it's um, it starts where it all began. That's what it's called. Yeah. And it actually talks, people don't know this, but I got into Hmong culture when I was 13. Okay. You know, I've been in Hmong culture ever since. And I talk about the beginning but what people don't know is that at the very beginning, I didn't like Hmong people. I had to learn how to adjust yeah. to liking Hmong people yeah. because I grew up in a different kind of culture, and I'm coming into this new culture that wasn't really yet known to people. Right. You know, When I was growing up, Hmong wasn't even a language that people spoke. It was either Chinese. Right. That's, that's what all, they, that's all knew, we it? knew. Yeah, yeah. So when I learned about Hmong, and this is back when I was a kid, when I learned about what Hmong was, that's when I had to learn how to differ- differentiate between the two. So a lot of African-American people would get it confused and think that Hmong is Chinese. That new, right? they are completely different, completely different cultures. Mm-hmm. Their words sound similar, but they are completely different cultures. And I would get a lot of African-American, hey, man, you speak that Chinese? I was like, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, the only thing I know how to say is shishi and konnichiwa. That's it. <laughs> and that's all I know how to say. But no, I don't speak Chinese. But it's just funny how people would Konnichiwa is Japanese. Yeah, I was going to mention that. I was going to mention that. I was going to mention that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Japanese. But it's just people didn't know how to differentiate between right. that. Because the... The only culture that we were growing up in, we've always seen, hey, you know, Chinese people and how they speak. I didn't know that there was a wide, broad aspect of different Hmong nationalities. Yeah, like in Asian. Know, you know, different types of Asian right, culture. Right, right, right. And so when I had to learn that, I uh, started pretty young. I was going to high school. At the, no, I was in middle school at the time. But when I got into high school, that's when I really got into it. Yeah. So I had um, went to the library, printed out tons and tons, printed out tons of Hmong books, culture, the Hmong wedding. Just to get familiar, really, yeah. Just to get familiar with the history uh-huh. of Hmong, yeah. you know, and what is it, you know? Because basically, people used to always think Hmong means free, which technically in the book it does, but it's so much more than that, yeah. you know. It's so much more than that, and I talk about that heavily in my book about what. There's a chapter in there where I talk about what Hmong means to me. Mm-hmm. What's the definition behind Hmong, you know? And then I go into this whole analysis of everything, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Writing the book, it's kind of really nostalgic because you start thinking about your childhood, yeah. you know, how you grew up. Yeah. And, and that's what I want to get into, but I know you got something in your book, so it's kind of hard. Like, I can tell you this. My childhood was good, but um, I was such a nerd. <laughs> yeah. I was such a nerd and such a lame, you know, growing up because I was very quiet. And okay. I talk about that in the book. I was very, very quiet. I was very timid and very, very shy. You know, when I was growing up, I'm not like that anymore. I'm more outspoken. But yeah. at that time, I was going through a lot. You know, I was just going through so much at a young age, right. you know, and that my parents and my family didn't know. Yeah. And I was just so quiet and I felt so alone, you know, and I didn't understand why, yeah. you know, but I always felt the need to try to fit in. And I hated that about myself. I hated it so much. It's not just you. Like, because it's not me. It's just yeah. I felt like I got to do this to fit in with these crowds because I'm such a nerd and people okay. are making fun of me constantly, yeah. you know. Yeah. And even when I would get picked on by my own race, I would just figure out, well, I have to do something to change that, you know. So at a time, I was with African-American people, which I love my culture. Right. I love where I come from. Yeah. I always credit myself for that. But the route that they were taking me... <clears throat> The the crowds that I was hanging out with, that was what was the pressure. That was what was yeah. me to do the wrong thing. Yeah. So when I got into Hmong culture, that's when everything changed. So okay. that's when I started to learn a whole new realm of respect. Okay. And Hmong people gave me that. You know, as much as I grew up, I was taught right from wrong, but they really taught me. Yeah. This is how we know right from wrong. This is how we were a taught. A lot of monkey guys. Monkey guy, like very yeah. young, you know. And there was time where I make mistakes. I'd walk in my house with the shoes on, you know, stuff like that in the Hmong house. And I didn't know that that was offensive for them, yeah. you know, for the family. Um, because my the culture that I grew up in, it didn't really matter. We yeah. had respect, but it wasn't that of that kind of stature. Yeah. But Hmong, they took it very seriously. So I had to learn how to do it the Hmong style so I yeah. wouldn't, especially to OGs, so yeah. I wouldn't be a, an actual um, frustration towards them. Yeah. I remember the first time that I walked into a Hmong family's house, and man, the stairs were out of this world. <laughs> what do you mean? Just 
the expressions on their face. Oh, the stare. Just, okay. Yeah, the stares. I was thinking like the stares going up. The stares. The stares. Look on their face. Yeah, 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 was yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, when the heck is this guy? You know. And they used to say, "What y'all do? Can't and I'm so lost because at that time I didn't know how to speak Hmong. But at the same time, like, dude, I didn't like, know anything about that. At the same time, like, in the Hmong community, too, like, my grandpa, I don't know if he was racist, but he didn't like the, you know, like, black people because, because the it culture. Because it was the culture, and there was it, also this, the, too, bro. Yeah. It was the, the, the cultural rep that we carried. Yeah. It was always a mania between, you know, Black people, African people are just bad, and that's not the case. Yeah, it's the whole social it's media. It's just the whole way that we is and this is before media. we had social media. So this is well, just, not social media. Just yeah, like, just the, the the media in general. Yeah, the, yeah, the structure, the, the structure that we yeah. grew yeah, up. Yeah, in. Yeah. and you guys were portrayed as, as yeah, that right, kind right. Of type. That's, yeah. And so I had to kind of, I knew that it was going to be a challenge. There was a, and I used to self sabotage myself because I used to feel like I was responsible when my buddies would get into trouble. Yeah. And I talk about that so much in my book, uh-huh. really deep into detail. I can't want to go too far, but that was a time where my friends would get in trouble. My bone friends would get in trouble because of me. You know, they mm-hmm. would get yelled at and, inti- and intimidated by their family because of me. Yeah. I remember, which they are my bone family now, but back then, when I first met them, I remember their dad was so mad that they were hanging out with me that when I would come around, he would uh, lie and say they're not home, or he would tell me to go home, yeah. you know, and moan, and I didn't know what the hell he was saying uh-huh. and stuff, just things like that. And said you had to find out what he was saying. And then later, here. my buddy would call me because back then we didn't have cell. Well, we had cell phone, but they were like yeah, the house. Phones, oh yeah, yeah, yeah the house phones yeah. like that. So. He would call me. He was like, "Sorry, man, I've been home. My dad just won't let me hang out with you because you know you're black." And then, yeah, and I just felt bad. And so I told him that maybe you shouldn't hang out with me because yeah. if my color is going to be a problem for us, I'm going to feel guilty. I'm going to feel yeah. like it's my fault. Yeah. Like I'm sabotaging you just to hang out with me, and I don't think that's fair. But I realized growing up, I couldn't put that self pity on myself. I had to kind of somehow fight through it. And make a change. Right. So, when I decided to sing up the new year, and huh. 06. Yeah. Damn, it's been a yeah, long, yeah, long, yeah, yeah. long time ago. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I was 16. Yeah. I'm just in high school. I'm just a sophomore going to junior, you know. Was that the so first time you sang? the first time I've ever sung live in front of... Oh man, how many people were there? It was so many. It was people. a bunch. It was a bunch of people. There was yeah. thousands of people that day. And, this was the Mon New Year. But you're then what about, people right? don't know, yeah. when I got into Mon culture, music, I was only you know back then we didn't have artists like we had now. We had bands, right? Paradise, Destiny, White Shadow, Sounder, UNO, you, uh, to you, all these different Mon bands, and they were competing, you know, because yeah. they were really good. The players, everything, and the first song I learned. Was shooting star from paradise yeah yeah they were the first Hmong band that i got introduced to yeah. i fell in love with their music okay even though at that time i didn't know what they were saying but i, I you could con- feel it I connected right? yeah, to yeah, the yeah, words yeah. so deeply yeah that it just set a tone for me to start like i need to get into this Damn. You know? i need to really get into this music and so i started listening to paradise so much from their very early albums up until their last one back in 2004 and that was the Shooting Star album mm-hmm. you know and they had so much hits but the thing that people don't understand is that they are among American music group you know yeah. and they were on the news yeah. 
I didn't even know that history until years later. So, I mean, now they're big idols of mine because we're good friends. But back then, yeah. they were my idols when right, it came right. to more music. So then we got into Destiny. And so when Destiny started popping, I was like, wow, these are some amazing yeah, ass yeah. Um, <laughs> groups, you yeah. know? Um, I first saw my very first song, Shooting Star from Paradise. That was the first song I learned in Mo. And um, that was the very first song I sung live at the New Year. The one that you see on YouTube that everybody sees is the players. That's the second day. Oh, okay. It was the first day that brought the second day two times as much as people came the yeah. The second day than the first. But it was the first day that broke history. It was the 32nd annual Hmong New Year, and I was the first kid to, to make that movement happen. Yeah. And then I remember when I got on stage, and I talk about this in my book. Now, this I can tell you. Okay. <laughs> when I got on stage, I was going to walk off. Really? Yep. Were you nervous? I was... I was so nervous. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, damn. Yeah, okay. I was really nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember I got on stage. It got so quiet. That's the most. It was like an eerie silence. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. everybody just looked at me like, who the hell is this guy? And this, what y'all, this is the person y'all was listening to? Uh, and I remember hearing an uh, old lady. She's like, what y'all is it? Can you know? No, and now Mon Pandara, what you got? What you thought? Oh like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I was gonna walk off stage because I was so scared, and it was the first time I've ever performed live, you know. Right. And I had just really started learning how to sing, you know, and Mon and starting to speak. And at that time, yeah. So I remember closing my eyes and saying, "Sai, this is it. Either you do this now, or nobody's gonna." I didn't know the effect that it was going to have on everybody. I was just trying to do something that I love because I love the culture so much. Yeah. And I just wanted people to see that I'm more than what they see the average Kidu person is. I share that love and that respect for their culture, right. for the Hmong people. When I got on stage, I closed my eyes and just summed my heart out. Yeah. Back then, we had no instrumentals, so I had to oversing on the actual track. Right. My vocals sucked because I didn't have no vocal training at that time. I didn't like how I said I can sing that song 10 times better than I can now, you mm. know, with a higher range. Mm. Back then, I was 16, 15 years old. I just loved the music. Mm. I think I sound like, yeah, I think I sound like shit, dude. <laughs> like, like listening to my vocals. Yeah. And the moment that I hit that first note, that crowd went wild, dude. Yeah. What I did not know is that you know on the big stage when you're performing at the New Year? Yeah. You know they have the small screen on the the small stage. Yeah, I didn't know they had that. <laughs> so so when everybody I came else out. Like... <laughs> they just squirmed. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> like, we just saw you up there. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know. Yeah. And I remember coming back the second day because at that time I had just got introduced to the players. Ching Chui It's Okay was the first song I ever got introduced to them. Okay. And I loved that song so much because I was in an emotional state. <laughs> yeah. At that time, I was starting to learn a little bit more about the culture itself. It was when I saw Jane Choi, it's okay. That's when I said, I, I need to start learning how to speak more. Yeah. I need to really get into it. I didn't have to take classes, but I stayed into the culture long enough to pick it up. The one thing that I did learn, and I love the OGs for this, is because they are the ones who helped me with my pronunciation. Yeah. My buddies did, but they are the ones that told me, no, go ahead, 
She got that. Oh. Trust me, they still say that to a so, lot of us, bro. Yeah, me, me. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I learned. It was really from the OGs. They really <laughs> helped me with my pronunciation. Yeah. You went so much. That's such how, a good flag, you know what I'm saying? That's, like, how, like, really that's how you know he got it from yeah, the OGs. Yeah, OGs. OGs. Yeah. Because yeah. I started they, to pick they, that up. Yeah. Like, seriously, I started to pick that up. And they was like, What's going on? You, you sound so OG. I was like, yeah. dude, that's how I learned. You know, no, that's good, though. That's how I got into it. And yeah. so I said, I'm going to go ahead and Restudy and read. So when I was reading about the Hmong culture, the history, I had to learn about General Ving Paul, stuff like that, the war, just things. What I did not know is that during that war, Hmong and African American, they were fighting together during that war. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that I found interesting. So I said, there's probably a reason why I was destined to do this. Yeah. There's a reason why I was destined to get into this culture. Oh, thank you, bro. <laughs> I was just, I was scared because I didn't know what my other side would think. I didn't know what the other African-Americans were going to think of me, you know, because I'm an African-American who's transitioning into this Hmong kind of monument in this community. I didn't want to have the hatred and the backlash, which I suffered a lot. It took me a long time. And it seems like that's not normal in you your know, culture, too. It, it, to jump it into like to a, jump yeah. into that, that. But the good thing about my family is that they raised me to with so much support yeah. and so much love. And my mom always said, or my dad always says, like, I don't care which culture you get into. Yeah. As long as you don't forget where you come from, we are going to love and support no matter what. Because That's we respect, didn't teach man. you. Yeah. That's respect. We man. didn't raise you to be racist. We raised you to get along with all nationalities. So I didn't come from a racist family, you know, and that's what I'm proud of, that my family was able to set the ground for me to be uh, open and be charismatic as far as which type of cultures I wanted to jump into. I love my African-American culture, and I love my Hmong culture. Yeah. They're both a part of me. Every year, I, especially Black History Month, I follow my Black History Month. All people in the Civil Rights Movement. But when it comes to the Hmong culture, I share that as well. So when people look at me like, that go you do or you're Hmong, you're Hmong do That's how I am. I don't discredit yeah. either or. Yeah. Instead of discrediting, I celebrate both. Yeah. You know, that's what's up. And I love Hmong culture for one reason because it helped me break that line between racial, you know, discretion as far as how people looked at me. But then it also gave me an opportunity to embrace something that I've never even thought that would have this much effect on me years later. Now I'm 16 plus years in the game and it's like, I'm just, it's, it's weird, you know, but I'm so impressed mm. of myself. I'm so proud of myself, yeah. but it's so strange to look at yourself and say like, this was me. Yeah. You know, and even when I haven't seen that, uh, the, the YouTube video in a long time, you know, but when I be of you singing, yeah, or, I'll be yeah. singing yeah. you know, cause I was so young and it's just like, it's weird. To look at myself like that's really me, you know? <laughs> it's just strange. You didn't have all this scruff and everything. You know, I saw you posting on your Facebook. That's, right, seriously. Yeah. And see that but people don't know is that that picture was not the New Year picture. That oh. was in twenty seventeen. Or oh. 20, uh, 2014. Okay. Yeah. That was when I was performing with uh, a girl I used to crush on. Yeah. Well she knows. You know she who you knows. are. <laughs> she knows. You know she who knows. you are. She knows. Yang Sha, you know who you are. But oh, okay. Yeah, okay. She's, a good, she's okay. a good friend. She's a good friend of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she is someone I used to crush on, and she was she's very beautiful, very attractive, and she's very talented. And so I remember uh, I used to come over her house. We used to hang out in, in 
just get together, you know. And so at the time we decided to perform in 2014, that was my second time really wearing monk clothes, you know, on stage. I haven't okay. been to New Year to perform with monk clothes in a long time since 06. So in 014, it was like, dude, where you been? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I just been doing my own thing. I've been in the monk community. I just haven't been performing like that, you yeah. know. So after I started to get into writing my music, that's when things really, really brought forth. Writing Hmong music, learning how to read and write. Yeah. I actually learned how to write and read because I watched a lot of Hmong movies. People okay. didn't really know that. They was like, how'd you learn how to read and write? I said, I watched a lot of Hmong movies growing up. What was your, <laughs> what was your favorite movie? <laughs> <laughs> For real. That's funny. Man, that's a funny one, dude. Uh, Honestly, I never really watched Hmong movies. Shit, they don't play Okay, okay. Classic. Classic, yeah. It's just a classic one. Numplaya was a was a big one, but I loved, I loved, I loved, I loved watching Doctor Tong, which I know him very, oh, yeah. very personally. But one of my favorites, you know. But Numplaya was the one that I, we watched a lot growing yeah. up. Um, and you know they have the Hmong doves, you know. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a lot of movies that so I watched it, as a kid, I didn't know it was dubbed. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I didn't know until I watched I thought it later. It was actual Hmong people. And oh, remember, all the Chinese movies. Yeah, and yeah, stuff? yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember sitting so in the confused. living room. And I was watching this moment. I didn't even know what the hell it was called. And see, at that time, I didn't even know how to speak Hmong. Okay. And I'm watching it, thinking uh-huh. that I understand, but it, I'm just visualizing what they could possibly be talking about. Yeah, yeah. And so I had the parents in the background, they were just talking, and my buddy's telling me what they're saying about you. I was like, dude, you're saying, oh, we have this black guy watchable. <laughs> <laughs> That's not something we see every day. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I just thought it was funny, you yeah. know, because it, it's not something you see every day. That's but when true. I started learning to, the words of Hmong, I was like, damn, what the hell was I watching? You know? (laughs) But it makes sense because I was able to connect it on a visual point. You know, I think if I didn't see the visual, I wouldn't understood, you know, what was going on. Right. Because you got to, like, at least see what they're trying to say and do to at least imagine what, you know. Then you get an idea, and then you just got to go back and learn the words for it, right? And reconnect the dots. Gotcha. That took some time. Um when, as far as like growing up in the community of the Hmong, I remember the first time, and this is a funny story, and I talk about this in the book too. Man. I remember the first time I had my first beer. I've never drunk in my life. I was 15 years old. You drink with Hmong people? Oh, man. Of course. That's I, how I got introduced. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But see, back then, there was no Bud Light. It was Budweiser, bro. Oh, Budweiser. <laughs> Bud 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 that yeah. was the beer that everybody that drank That was back the beer. Then. So yeah. I was 15. I had just started to learn how Hmong people did things, you know, mm-hmm. culturally. And now I had to learn how to drink. Now, I've never drunk before. Oh, damn. Dude, I was the weakest damn drinker they had. That's what yeah. They had. Yeah. I couldn't even finish a sip without wanting to throw up because I've never had those toxins inside of me before. Yeah. And I remember... It took me, damn, it took me a long time to finish one can, dude. It took me a very, very long time. And forgive me if I'm saying this, but you know who you are. When I was at their house, my mom brother paying, and um, we were drinking. And um, he was trying to teach me how to drink Mong Wei. And we were chilling with the buddies, having a good time. And he was like, okay, I want you guys to chug. And I was like, what the hell is that? And he's like, you know, the whole Ipa Ming. I was like, what the hell is that, dude? I, I, <laughs> you know, and so at the beginning, before Ming, before I heard of the Ming, before yeah, I heard yeah, yeah. I used to say, uh, <clears throat> what was it? What I used to say back then? I'm trying to think back. 
uh, da, yeah. Yeah. Oh, da, and like, oh, no, God. you're saying it wrong. And yeah. then they give me another one. I was like, what? <laughs> the hell, dude? <laughs> another one? And then they just kept giving me because I kept saying, da, and then I didn't know that. Because you're man. Yeah, I didn't know, man. So I was like, I thought they were talking about my buddy, man, because yeah. he was there. I was like, I'm to drink, man. I was like, <laughs> so real quick, like, for, for those that aren't Mo, you know, when you, you drink, that means to finish it. Okay. Yep. That is done, but it's not exactly yeah. finished. It's, <laughs> it's different kind of terms to use, but I it's, think it's here. I'll, I'll explain it. Yeah, more. yeah. go explain ahead. More. So, uh, Ming would be like, uh, <clears throat> Ming would be more in terms of knowledge. It would be like, to completely devour or like finish or finish. Yeah. There's that yeah. beer for us. That right. is like end. Yep. Yeah. And like so that. when they when people uh, and it came from like a uh, kind of a superstition because when you at the weddings when you say da I mean, oh that's the end of their relationship that's the end yeah. no more so then they they stop saying that don't and, don't Cali people say da though some Cali people say da but the majority of like big older generation I'll be like, yeah. Oh, huh? yeah. yeah oh me yeah oh me huh yeah. but means, back then like, just finish yeah. and then they just kept giving me more beer and I didn't understand why and I'm like why am I yeah, yeah, yeah. I was drinking like mm. oh like, give me another beer I'm like what the hell I do this guy <laughs> oh, see nice. see this is gonna this is the reason why I hang out around him no more cause he always wanna make me drink so um I'm more chill now <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my lighter. Somebody's going to have to pop yeah, this. I'm going to talk on. Yeah. I need one too. And so after that, <laughs> um, go ahead, continue. I couldn't finish the beer. So I secretly put it behind my back and throw it out. <laughs> oh, and yeah. And then I said, that, oh, hold my ass. And then I, bro, we caught you. We caught you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. So they ended up you can't, me, you can't escape, well, man. Yeah, they're like, we caught you, bro. We know what you did. So yeah. they ended up giving me another one. Yeah. And then that's when I finally started having to practice. I had to learn how to drink Hmong way. And yeah, yeah. that took a lot of time. That took a lot of time for me to gain the stamina, how to be able to hold a beer, how to be able to keep um, for the next person. Yeah. You know, it took a while. It wasn't an easy practice. See, people think that drinking is easy. It's it's easy when you don't have a traditional aspect behind it. But I mean, you Long, learned you learned it around the same time we did, though. It, I did. Yeah, the because the like, difference is that I had to learn how to drink. Because thank God for you guys, because my buddies were teaching me how to drink. Yeah, yeah. Know? What I'm saying, like you learned it around the same time, like us, mm-hmm. us as more for our age. Yeah, our age. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's because a good thing too. I didn't I didn't start drinking until I was 13. That's when my dad first handed me the little cup of beer. <laughs> And he was like, Bakuhau. And I was like, I was my dad. So of I was course. like, what? okay, what is this? And I took it and I remember going, ugh, <laughs> gross. And then I was like, man. And then my dad kept asking me. So then like maybe like maybe like maybe six, seven times. And I was like, hey, you know what? I'm starting to feel a little good. <laughs> <laughs> my first beer, my first beer was uh, I went over to my older cousin's house. And then um, she she had her husband and her husband's friends were over and then so we all each had our own 40 of old english you know oh yeah that was my first time drinking so i was drinking oe you know what i mean and so like i think i had i had a phase like that too (laughs) i didn't i didn't really finish i think i got like maybe half maybe only like a quarter done you know that's all i drank shit was shot like I was like puke. I was like sitting on the couch and just puking, puking, puking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm puking all over your floor, you know. That's not for time, bro. That's so bad, dude. Dude, I was so dude, dude. Up, okay, bro. so so have you, have you ever puked on yourself, man? Oh, 
Like first oh, time. hell yeah. First, <laughs> first time. Yeah. First time. I, I have yeah. before. Yeah. I have. Yeah. I have. One time. I have. That's one all, and only time. Only one time. Only and one that's time. when I got yeah. I was just really, really, I was weak. I couldn't really drink. And I remember I would, yeah, I just puked on myself. Like, literally. I didn't even puke on the fly. I just puked on myself. You know, like, dude, I couldn't believe it. I bet you, you have some plenty of times. No, I've <laughs> only done it like maybe once or twice. Wow, was, he said it was so disgusting. Yeah, go ahead. What, me? It. Yeah, how you? Yeah, explain it. We all. Oh, because oh, I, I was, just want to hear. I was, I was drinking with my. I was drinking with my neighbor. <laughs> I. And, yeah, this is. Uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, he knows. He knows. But it was. Uh, it was. It was with my neighbor. Actually, my neighbor. I was probably like fourteen at the time, and you know. Oh, wow. um, uh, rest in peace, Dusty. All right, but uh, he passed away. Oh, yeah. So, but uh, so yeah. So, uh, no, it's yeah. yeah, it's cool. But like, uh, he actually saw me kids as a kid. He, I came home from school, walked through my alley. Every time I walked through my alley, he's always fixing his car, and I'd be like, hey, you know, because he's like a Hmong guy, you know. And first time be there, I don't know people, so I just say hello to him. And he's like, hey, come help me hold this real quick. I need an extra hand. So I held it, and he cracked me a beer, and I was like. Okay, whatever. And so I started drinking with him while we were fixing his <laughs> tires in his car. And then, like, so then all his buddies started coming over, and they just started fixing their cars. And they each brought a case. So then we just kept drinking and drinking, and everybody's like, hey, who's this kid? Oh, it's my neighbor. And so then they kept drinking. Oh, damn, you cool as hell, blah, blah. And then they're like, how old are you? And I was like, 14. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, damn, man, you, you, you're you cool. And then I was like, oh, man, I love this crowd. I love these yeah, people. Yeah, I don't. And I didn't have friends at the time. Yeah. So I, I remember sitting in their chair and I was like, man, I'm getting real tired. I'm getting fucked up. You know, and at that time, I didn't know what fucked up was. So I was like, man, I'm just getting real sleepy. And then I fucking <laughs> fell asleep. And you know, I fell asleep you know on their, he just their, their, metal, the their, metal, their metal chair. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and I went, Get your head up, get your head up. I was like, oh, oh, I was like, you know what happened, man? I just felt really sick. I felt that, yeah. That's him. So right, all, I puked all over myself. <laughs> Fuck it. And then they, they dragged me inside my house and they were like, they took off my clothes and they, they were like, hey, man, you should probably shower before you go to bed. So I forced myself. To shower and go to bed, but then they, you know, like I said, those were the first time I threw up on myself. Was was then, man? That was, was that was terrible, man. There was this one time over at my place. I forgot what we were doing, but then I was drinking with the cousins, you know, and they're around my age and a couple older ones. But the younger cousin, uh, it was his first time drinking, mm-hmm. and so like I wanted to see how he drank, you know. Well, I was in a way I was teaching him. But what I taught him, he didn't understand what I was trying to say, you know what I mean? <laughs> so what I did was like, all right, man, so I'm going to pour a drink. Watch me, okay? I'm going to pour a drink, okay? I'm going to tell that, you know, for everybody, uh, whatever, you know what I mean? So I take it, and then I, I take the drink, and then I pour one, and I give it to him, right? And then um, he saw that, so he's like, oh, okay. I mean, you just drink one, and you give it to them, right? It's like, yeah, you just do that. So he went around the whole circle. Oh, yeah. You take one, give it to him. Hey, this one's for you. And then he takes it. I think. Hey, this one's for you. <laughs> Next person. I was just watching it the whole time. I was like, oh, what? shit. This Damn. guy's hardcore. Damn. Damn. And he oh, was only wow. like, I think he was like 14, 15 at the time, too. Wow. It was, Dude, are you serious? Yeah, that's what he did. Yeah, he didn't yeah. understand it, though. You know what I mean? But 
I think I show it to him already. Like, all right, this is all you do. You just take one and then you give it to that person, you know. And then it goes around a circle. You know what I mean? Like they each take one, but I think what he did. He took one. I too, think he you know? held accurately to like I. So I drink it first. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I, I go first. Yeah, and then you go second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's weird, dude. And that brings it different because it's so strange. Don't you find it strange how you know growing up as a moon person, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to learn how to drink, and then they start having you drink so young. Isn't that weird, uh, dude? Man, it's crazy. It's like, man. and you like, we, we're all starting. You're, you're not 21 yet. You gotta wait till yeah. you're 21. But now, the OGs, man, no, go ahead, do, go, See, like the way the way I started, like say, was different because my dad, you know, they're drinking at was it a uh, Jingle Bell wedding? Thing. Oh yeah. So then my dad was like, you know, we have to drink this, but you can ask family members for help. You know, so then my dad was just like, I have a son here. <laughs> he can help me drink so then he was giving it to me that's the bad guy, you know? that's when I was like oh that's why we get fucked up early <laughs> that's why we start drinking because yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we get we get a taste for it yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> and, and this whole time he's like you know you just drink something bitter in my mind was just drinking something bitter to help out your dad yeah you know that's, pretty much yeah that's what I thought for me it's different though because like my dad was never a drinker he's very Americanized he, yeah my dad was like that too he yeah. never drinks because I mean like dad <clears throat> I mean he he just never really drank like that. He never had a thing drinking, you know, and he doesn't do well with beer. And so, like, back then, I mean, he never told us to drink, but I always saw this guy, like, pouring shit out. You know what I mean? <laughs> He'll be outside, <laughs> hanging out with the smokers, and he doesn't smoke either. He's pretty much, like, he grew up kind of, like, nerdy and geeky, you know what I mean? He's into, like, comic books and stuff, which got me into it and all that. Cool. He's a real cool guy. But <laughs> I remember as a kid, I used to see him, like, out there, like, hanging out with the smokers, and all of a sudden he was just, like, tipping, like, oh, yeah, you know, he's tipping his beer over and <laughs> All of it, and then you just go back inside, you know? On purpose? Yeah, on purpose, because he ain't trying to drink it, you know what I mean? Let's go. Yeah. Uncle Joe, man. So he's, like, not trying to give it to me yet, you know? Now, every time we go wedding, it was like, Vince, come here. I was like, yeah, I got you, you know? And then like, <laughs> you know what I mean? See, it's how it starts. That's how it yeah. starts. That's how it starts, man. That's how it starts, bro. That's how it starts. How, how, but like I said, how I started, I, you know, I went and did some nice shit, hang out with some crowd that drink a lot, you know what I mean? So that's how I started, but... Nowadays, like, if my dad goes, I'm going. If I'm not going, my little brother's going, you know, just to back him up because he don't drink. And everybody knows that, too. He doesn't drink. But Like, have you ever, like, uh, like went drinking with, like, uh, other races? Like, Actually, you know what, bro? You mean, like, uh, just, like, a party? Yeah. Ooh, you know what? No, I, I really haven't. I mean, well. Good drink a mundo, huh, man? Yeah, it's mostly more people that I drink, but because uh, my family doesn't drink. You okay. Know? So, yeah. and the only time, the first time I drunk with my dad, because my dad was never a drinker, um, the first time I drunk with my dad, it, it wasn't up until I think that was when my mom passed away. That was the first time I ever seen my dad drink. Oh, okay. Ever yeah, yeah. in my entire really? life. <clears throat> yeah. He, uh, of course, you know, life, you go through yeah, a, of course, a, of course. a depression. Yeah, drinking, so, like, yeah, he, yeah. he ended up drinking. He's like, it's he's, understandable. he's never touched a beer or a liquor shot in over 20 years so yeah you know and we have a like in my family my heritage we have a lot of alcoholics in my family um that i know my dad told me so i didn't know about that because none of my family like media family drinks none of them right so i was like damn if i ever get married to a mung girl i can't ask you guys for help <laughs> <laughs> we got you though man don't worry we're here you got tons of people back you up so yeah, it's yeah, okay yeah, yeah. but um i don't think i've really ever drunk with any other races I, besides if we're having like a, just a party, 
But mm-hmm. if it's just like uh, just like regular hangout, no, it's just been mostly my Hmong people. See, so. like I, I I went to a party once with like uh, a whole bunch of different ethnics, you know, like uh, Caucasians, you know, Mexicans, and you know, black people. Like, and I remember bringing like two cases there, and it was a college party. I went there. I remember bringing two cases. I was ready to get crunk, but then I see everybody and they're holding their own beer. Like yeah, like yeah, they're word. holding their own. Ready to get crunk. I have heard yeah. that. So oh, yeah, so long. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, because yeah. at that time that's all I was thinking, get crunk, you know. But bringing the two cases, and I remember popping one for everybody, and they each had their own beer, and I, I was like, "What's going on? No one's not drinking anything," you know. Yeah, that's true. Like, from, and then yeah, yeah and then the, the late the like I remember seeing this white girl she pulled out like two big ass bottles from her purse like fucking like yeah. big ass bottles and she was just pouring out for her and friends that's that's the part is too yeah and i was like what why did she pour it out for everybody she just poured out for her friends like that's that's what i know is like i don't know if it's true but how i've seen it before too like caucasian people they usually bring alcohol for themselves yeah like, and it's not a selfish thing it's just like how just they, do it. they do it yeah, yeah. It's, it's a party <clears throat> bring your own beer and just drink it you know what i mean and then i took this guy once too like I went to one of my coworkers, La Mica, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was gonna go by myself. Like, dude, I don't go to like yeah, other, yeah, yeah. party like that. So I gotta bring somebody with me, you know what I mean? It would have been whoever, but Yeah, and they were cool. They were they were cool. They were cool. Like they didn't mind, but they're not the ones that like pop bottle and pass around, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. why I said, you yeah. know, drinking Mong Way is a lot different. What I'm used to, so when I go to a party, I have to kind of adapt. To how they drink because yeah. I don't think they know the way we drink, you know. Oh right? yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So because... I'm used to like passing a beer for everybody, like, right? Yeah, yeah. But when I come to like a Mika or a Kiru, I, yeah. I don't know how they drink, so it's like. See, I always look at it like this you with know like you know, I bring my beer to fuck you up. Yeah. I don't want to get fucked up. Something like you that. Know, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get fucked up. But then, <laughs> you fucked up, you know? But then how we did it, yeah, I mean, like, for us, it's it's just love. We're sharing. Yeah, that's what we drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, yeah, for me to see something like that, it was kind of crazy, you know. Like, I was at that party, I was kind of scared to we'll get the beer, you know. What I, mean? I was like, dude, I'm fucking thirsty, dude, but none of these motherfuckers passing shit out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so we're like, yeah, yeah. You guys want to drink or not? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, fuck, man, I should have brought yeah. alcohol myself, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So, I mean, we, I, we just sat there drunk Mountain Dew or like something. We did, but I was like, man, fuck it, I'm gonna go ask for a beer, <laughs> you know what I mean? Then but no So that's what I did, you know. I was like, you mind if I grab a beer? Yeah, go ahead. I was like, Alright, so I start going back and grab more, grab more, grab more. Yeah, I know that we're drinking it. You know? I couldn't, I couldn't do that. Ooh, this guy, I couldn't do that. Man. I just felt like, okay, it's, you know, I'm rude. I mean, it's but you knew them more, so I only knew one person at that yeah. place. You get what I'm saying? And the thing, yeah, I mean, I see that though. It's just, it's just a different vibe. And my brother, he goes to college too, and that's what he said. You know, he when he went to the U Duluth. I mean, you know, for their parties, obviously. Mon people, huh? like he hung out with the Mon kids, but he hung out with like all sorts of uh, different backgrounds. Yeah, yeah backgrounds and whatnot, yeah. right? <clears throat> but he used he he would tell me that like his house was always popping. <laughs> Reason why is because they always got the alcohol and they always passing it out. You know what I mean? So that's where like the party was at during the time. You know, they're like, oh, everybody's going Chance's house. Oh shit, let's go. You know, damn, this place is so popping. There's so much alcohol and shit. You know, and they'll just pass it around and whatnot. And he did tell me like some of the parties he went. It was real different. Like his first year, it was real different. Like no one really like. I mean, everyone had their own little group. They just hung out. Yeah. Like what Casey said, you know, like they yeah, they just stuck to themselves and they just yeah brought their own alcohol for their friends to drink at that place. And it's right. like, what? That's, You're not it, even socializing with it, anyone. It, it's weird. Yeah. You know, everybody has their own clique. You know, don't get me wrong, but 
I'm used to like right. sharing I mean, with everybody. Yeah, I mean, like that. I mean, that's cool too. But then, like, socialize. Yeah. You know, talk to someone. Get to know somebody. Pull, give them a fucking beer. You know, talk to them. No, I agree with you, Crazy. It's just some people are just not sociable. They they just don't want to socialize, and that's okay. You you're cool with your own clique. But yeah. I say like like this. You're coming to a party. Yeah. You gotta socialize with some people right. if you really want to meet people and just kind of have a good time. Dude, right. that reminds me of that one girl that rejected my friendship. Oh. <laughs> oh. Did you explain it once, right? Explain I think, so. Yeah, I did. I did explain well, it. Well, explain right. so he could hear it. All right, so like, there's I went. We were at this one party, it's like and a then bitch, dude. Um, I sh- so I'm a I'm a nice guy. So I go in here and I shake hands with everyone, give them a beer, introduce myself, because it was like I'm kind of hosting whatever. It wasn't my house, but uh, I knew the host very well. So oh, that was my birthday, right? Yeah, yeah. That so was my then birthday. I was giving beer out to everyone, shaking everyone's hand. I met and there's this girl in the corner, right? So I give her, I get, come up to her, I'm like, hey, hi, I'm you know Goofy. What's your name? And she looks at me. She's like, no. I'm like, at least shook my hand. And she's like, no, I don't, I don't touch people's hands. And I was like, then have a drink. Cause you know, like, she's like, no, yeah, yeah. She's like, no, she's like, no, I'm just here. I'm just here with my friends. And I was like, who's your friends? She points to the girls and the girls are all talking to everyone. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I was like, I explained to her, you know, this is a party. This is a socializing thing. We're here to meet new people, you know, whatever. And she's like, no, I don't want to meet anyone new. I was like, oh, okay. So you don't want to meet anyone new. I got you. And you're not trying to drink. You're not trying to do anything. You're trying to be boring tonight. All right. So then because she rejected my handshake and my friendship. And remember, I have no ulterior motives. I just wanted her to, like, at least shake my hand. Not even drink, you know. Socialize. Yeah, socialize. Yeah. Yeah. And then so the whole time, anybody who came to her, even her friends that came and tried to talk to her, I was like, hey, come over here. Come over here. Let me talk to you for a minute. <laughs> and, then, and then they would look at me. They look at me. They're like, oh, shit, Goofy. And they come talk to me. And then when that guy came out, I'm like, hey, you. No, come. Come over here. Come talk to me, man. <laughs> so the whole night, she sat there alone in the fucking corner. And I was like, I remember thinking, I was like, it's what you get, bitch. No friends. No friends. She no, cause she wasn't trying to make friends. Yeah, yeah. She like, wasn't trying to socialize. I just said I would ask you, what are you doing here? <laughs> what the heck of it? I, I, I was like, no, I, I took the petty route. I really did. <laughs> no, it's okay. I was just kind of, cause I was so offended that no one wanted to be my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, some people are like that. They like just being real. You know, some people get so intimidated when people don't talk to them. That, yeah. That's just how it is. You know, I understand that everybody has their own nationalities. Right. But I don't, I don't really, it doesn't really bother me. If you don't want to talk to me, you well, don't want to talk like to I said, me. Well, like I now, now I'm more, more yeah. mature now. So she does that. <laughs> like, okay. Two months ago. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know you. All right, whatever. Last week. I don't know. I see him do this all the time, you know. No, no. But that was, that was Regular. Like, that was, <laughs> whatever. But like, that was back when I was, uh, yeah, back in, when we were in high school and stuff, so. How's, how's high school for you, dude? High school was actually a lot of fun for me, man. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed high school a lot. I, when I first came into high school, my freshman year, mm, my freshman year, I had friends. Really, but, it was rough for me. And your yeah, sophomore, and your junior, and your senior no, year. Like, well, actually, no. So <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta back up a little bit. Okay, okay yeah. Freshman year was rough for me. Freshman year it was kind of tough. Okay. Um, I didn't have a lot of friends. Okay. okay? I was just really getting into the whole wrong thing. I was still battling between my culture and their culture and who I, who I, right, who am I as a person. And it was a difficult phase. 
But I had my mom but brothers who were backing me up, you know, that were there for me, you know, when I was going through some tough spots, you know. Um, so I appreciate that, you know, to all you guys and for the people that have been in my life and that are still there to this day. Because um, it was a tough time for me. I was really dealing with a lot of inner demons. Um, there was times where I was a lot of suicidal thoughts, stuff, just a lot of things that I went through. I, I, yeah, you know, I feel you, man. Like a lot, a lot of people go through that. Like, a lot of stuff, man. So I really felt really inadequate in high school, especially when I was in junior high. I really felt I was didn't know where I fit in. You know, I got picked on a lot. So it took a while for me to get that. Dude, that's surprising. Um, you really got picked on? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely, Jesus. dude. In high school? When I was or in junior high, I didn't have a lot of friends. I was, uh, Major was the closest one I met later on, but the first person that actually stepped up and, and became my friend, and I talk about him in the book, it was Chu, Chu Rick Jean. And, um, he gave me the courage, and it's funny because I was tall. I'm tall as hell compared to him. He's a short guy, okay. You know, but he was so brave, and I envied that about him. I'm like, damn, yeah. I wish I could be just like him, you know, where yeah. I didn't care what people thought. But I was so fixated on how people thought of me, you know, and I always care what people have to say. <clears throat> I don't give a shit now, but back then, yeah, I always cared what people have to say about me, and it made <clears throat> me feel so low. And he stepped up for me. He was actually like my protector. He really was there for me. That's dope. I was just, yeah, no, I, I credit him to that. That's why I talk so heavily about him in the book is because he gave me that courage to stand up for myself because I was getting picked on by a lot in my own race, you know, yeah. and um, I was bullied. They're like part of the books right here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it took me a while to get out of that mainframe. So when I hit high school, I had a little bit more friends, you know, I still battled between the sides, but okay. um. I was a book smart. Freshman year, not so good. Sophomore, junior year, I was a book smart and senior. So I was always studying. But my buddies would go out and party and drink, you yeah, know, yeah. And like ditching and stuff. Like, no, I can't do that. You know, it was up. Why until, you never did that? I, 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 I mean, I tried, but I just couldn't keep up. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like you did, man. I, I just couldn't keep up. I but, feel like you but did. Whenever, I, whenever, okay. So the truth is, I did ditch. Okay, a few times I did. Yeah, because I but we went to the same high school. But so but when I ditched. I was on top of my fucking grade. Yes, okay. you were. But I, I swear. <laughs> but I did ditch a I few times. You had to get your yeah, shit yeah, straight yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. I did ditch a few times, but I, I didn't ditch to where it was going to affect my uh, my education. Okay. You yeah. know, um, I never liked math. I sucked at math all through my year, being young, all in that. So yeah. I always took classes, um, special cl- ed classes to yeah. carry my math. So that's no, I don't give a shit no more. But back then, math was my weakest subject. Everything else I excelled in, especially science, history. Um, writing especially and um, um, science and history major. Yeah. So going to that, when I got into my sophomore year, that's when things really, I've won tons of awards. Student of the year, student of the month. I've won so many awards. So I was Damn. a book smart. Okay. But I hated it because my buddies were like, damn, you're such a fucking smart ass, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why couldn't you be like us just chill drink? Yeah, just chill. <laughs> Making out. us feel yeah. all bad. I'm like... <laughs> You should, well, man. You should, though. That's but, a good um, thing. I wasn't, that just wasn't my norm, you know, because yeah. growing up, I didn't have an older brother. So it was, Are you, the, you know, 
You're you're like the second oldest, right? Yeah, I'm not. Well, I, that's technically no. So when my brother was my older brother was alive because he oh, okay. suicide last year. So oh, oh, damn, oh, no, sorry, I appreciate dude. that, brother. Still dealing with that, but it's okay. So I can talk about it now. He was out of my life from 11 up until I was 21. Okay. So when I was in college, there was nothing you could really do because our lives were so different. My brothers in the Hmong community, those were my brothers. Those who got me through a lot of things. Those who were the ones who were telling me, this is what you should do. We're going to be here for you. You know, stuff like that. They were, I was growing with you guys, you know, and so that's where my brotherhood came from right. because I didn't have older brothers. I had people who were my age that were my brothers, yeah. you know. So there was nothing he could have done to tell me, oh, you make sure you don't do this because I'm already in college, you know. Yeah. yeah. My life is set. Yeah. When my brother came out, it was a different world for him. It was a different connection. And so... I didn't have that to grow up. And so my parents were always very strict about, you need to get good grades. You need to pass high school because my dad didn't, you know. Okay. He dropped out. And so that's why my parents were so strict about me making sure I did good in school. They want you to have a better future. Because I'm the future. first generation of my yeah. family to graduate. And the guy, because yeah. I'm the first born as far as my my uh, my dad. Yeah. You know, my two sisters, um, my, my second older sister is my half-sister. And then my first uh my first uh no my actual sister sister from blood from both sides is my sister okay but i'm the first boy in my family okay. from my dad yeah and so basically going child yeah and so my dad was really keen on me finishing not just for myself but for him because he didn't you yeah. know so he said i don't care what you do after high school i just want you to graduate from at high least school. yeah at least yeah you know so i made an effort to myself to stop ditching and dedicate myself to my work that's really you know good. And trust me, it was tempting because I wanted to ditch so bad. <laughs> my house, my high school year, dude, I ditched a lot. Like mm-hmm. for Johnson, we had uh, senior leave, you know, where like if you're caught up with all your grades and academic and everything, then I think it was like the last two hour, like the last two class, whatever. If you're good with all your grades, then you go ahead and just leave for the day. You know what I mean? But for me, I was like. Man, fuck that. I'm good enough, you know? <laughs> I'm still going to graduate. I don't need these extra class, so I just, like, fucking ditch everything. And, and that's cool. Yeah, There's you know nothing me? wrong with that, because yeah. I ditched... My freshman year, I ditched a lot. That's no joke, okay? I did. You know, I ditched right, a lot. Right, I don't know about you. How many times you ditched? Oh, a lot, bro. <laughs> a lot. Bro. Yeah, a just lot, a lot. A lot. A lot. A lot, a lot bro. But I made, I made an effort to, like, at least graduate. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. Yeah, because, like, um, to be honest with you, like, I was actually a straight shooter, man. I had, like, a really good uh, grade point average... I was in the, all some of the smart classes. Mathematics was actually my favorite. See, yeah. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. That's I was like, yeah, I isn't he ha- a smartass? I didn't have a problem with math, but um, I guess I guess I got caught up in the whole like, you know what? Why should I even care? Because like, no one cared. At least what I how in I your saw. circle. Yeah, right? in my circle. Yeah. So then I didn't care. And then I started caring when it, it became my uh, junior self, a senior year, because I started realizing, you know what, I ain't trying to fucking drop out. Yeah, you, you know, know what? I'm not yeah. trying to. Yeah. So yeah, and then I worked. I worked really fucking hard just to graduate. Wow. I had a I had a scholarship, but I didn't. I didn't do it. Were you? What scholarship was it? I forgot it was. Oh, so okay. long ago, man. Stupid. Because <laughs> I didn't. When I got it, I didn't even apply. Because you got to apply for it. You just no. gave up, I just man. gave up on it, man. That's the only thing I do regret, really, Casey and Vince, is that 
I didn't like my high school year because I felt like I could I could have done so much better had I made better choices. You know, oh, yeah. I didn't realize <laughs> that school was just as important as your next step. You know, that's true. And high school was a big thing. And I swear, if I would have just buckled down and really just took it seriously. And I was just a slow learner, you know, in math. You know, I just didn't get it. You know, it just wasn't my thing. I think all so, of us feel that way, you know, because you know, like, I fucked around way too much. This this how I saw, though, like, for me in high school, like, for me, it was more, like, f- about finding myself. Because I don't know if you know, I moved around a lot. I probably moved, like, house-wise 20 times, dude. Wow. And um, school-wise, I think I counted, like, 10, 11 Damn. I moved around a lot because my parents were divorced, so I bounced back around a lot, and, wow. you know, they tried to work it out. We lived down in Sioux Falls, South Dakota for a year or two, you know what I mean? So I moved around a lot. So to me, I never had that group, like, you know how you were trying to fit in? Exactly. I was trying to find a circle where I could just kick it with, where I feel like it's family, you know what I mean? Yeah. You got that peer, yeah, your, that, that peer bond, bond, you know what I mean, that friendship, you know? <laughs> how did you find... How did you find the courage and the, 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 the strength to go through what you did and not feel any not feel ashamed about it? Oh, dude, know? like, it, it was definitely tough, bro. Because, I mean, like, when my parents split, it was real tough because we were, like, always moving around. And it felt like it was always me and my brother Chance, you know what I mean? We moved around so much, and we lived with family. And I'm real close to all my family right now. My, like, my dad's siblings, my mom's siblings. Because they always drop us off for them to babysit us, you know what I mean? And I appreciate that a lot. But during middle school and high school year, that's when the struggle was coming along. Because, like, that's when my parents actually got divorced, you know what I mean? And so when I was going to school and stuff, I was going to, like, suburban schools. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't have, like, my own community around too much. Hmm. Every one person I met, like, yeah, I was cool with them. We had fun, hang out and stuff. And I was, growing up, I was always, like, a talkative kid. I was always, like, willing to hang out and Try to fit in, try to do stuff. Then, do I swear to God, in third grade, when I was living in South, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, I got into Backstreet Boys just because some girls I liked it was into it. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't get me wrong, they're good. They're, they're a good band, y'all. But I used to listen to Backstreet Boys and <clears throat> Saint just to fit in. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, see, that's how it was back then. It was a lot of it boy was. Bands, yeah, that's know? true, and I, I admit that, you know. But then I was like doing stuff that's not my thing just to fit in. You get what I'm saying? But then, like, uh, during my sophomore year, that's when I came back to St. Paul, you know. And that's where, uh, during the time, I had a really close friend in elementary school. Because I, I went to elementary school in uh, St. Paul, too. And when I was in St. Paul, uh, I hung out with B-Boy 1, Randy. You know Randy Town, mm-hmm. right? He was, like, one of the first friends that, like, I actually, coming back to the cities, was, like, one of the first close friend I had. You know what I'm saying? Made, you know what I mean? Because we lived probably, like, three blocks away. We we go on the same school bus. We fucking watch Naruto together and fucking <laughs> got into a fight. Next morning, like, we get into a fight. Somebody get into a fight after the bus stop. Next morning, somebody bring back a candy, you know what I mean? Like a lollipop <laughs> or something just to say sorry, you know what I'm saying? That's how we did that. And, you know, like, during that time, that's that's where I was starting to make close friends. Mm. Moved out of cities, came back, came to Johnson. Started making a lot of friends, you know, and then I made, that's when I joined a b-boy group, you know what I mean? And started breakdancing. To me, that's how I really got close to, like, people because I joined a community, which is the breakdance community, you know what I mean? And so to me, that's that's where, 
I don't know where I was going. I got lost, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was a struggle, but about high school, man. That's that's it. Like high how school, you wise. found your group. So that's, that's yeah. How did you find your group? So what happened was that like when, because I knew like you know kid right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so kid. <laughs> I'm just throwing names. Fuck it. But like kid, <laughs> you know, they like said I was gonna do that. B boy one. Okay. I he went to he went to a school and then every once in a while I hang out with him whenever I could because he lived not too far from me still you know what I mean so I used to go to his place and then I met you know some other guys and then they went to my school this is my sophomore year and then I started hanging out with those guys because I was already getting to the hip hop world you know what I mean I liked it the whole graffiti thing I thought that was freaking awesome oh yeah I was, was already cool. listening yeah. to like raps and stuff you know what I mean. All the MCs and stuff, underground. I love the underground rappers, Dope. you know me? So, you know, I got into all that stuff, and then all of a sudden, like, there's a community of, like, breakdancers. And in the school I was in previously, I was already getting into that because, my, like I said, B-Boy 1, he was, like, really into it. And every time, I, I mean, every time I came to the city, I got with, you know, hung out with him, and then... He told me this is what he was doing already. You know, he's doing this. Like, Damn, this is actually pretty dope. And you did so good. Like you're a natural. How I can see it. You know I me. Mean? And then the school I was going to, I was like, you know, studying graffiti, studying like b-boying. I didn't rap. I didn't do MC or DJ, nothing like that. But I was just so into the hip hop thing. You know I me. Mean? So when I came back to the cities, that's when I started practicing because Johnson they have like an after school thing where like. You know, if you're in gymnastics or if you break dance, whatever, they had that gymnastic room for you to practice on. Mm. And so that's where I started going there and started meeting people. And then eventually, like, this group of friends, we hung out all the time because we tutored, too. Oh, okay. And they all break dance. So eventually, <clears throat> we just made a whole group together, you know. And then we were trying to find a name. There's six of us. And then, you know, I came up with the name, like, APZ, you know. It was like, APZ was that Asian pride something, you know what I mean? It's like, no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Action packed zombies, you know. What do you think about that? I was like, okay, that sounds pretty dope, you know. Just the just the APZ part sounded cool, so we're like, okay, we'll, we'll run with that, you know. And then we start hanging out all the time after school. We we'll just go to somebody's house, hang out, drink, then got into trouble with other groups of friends, you know. And then you know, got into trouble with girls, biked all over the Twin Cities, girls, man. Yeah, and so like that's how I kind of went through my high school year, so. I think that's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. What did you do for your senior year to end it all? Me? Yeah. Um, nothing special. Senior was uh, well, I was actually dating somebody at the time. I was in uh, NJRTC. Oh yeah. I was yeah. dedicated. To that. I was an ensign commander of my own platoon. Nice. Yeah. Ooh. I try to keep up. I try to. I actually kept up a lot of the physical training so I can stay on top of them. Oh. So wow. I was actually it's surprisingly. I wouldn't say I was more athletic, but I was definitely faster than them. And I was like, you were in shape. Yeah, I didn't fucking know I was. You were you know? in shape. That's they play shape. football, too. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 we that, played, yeah. yeah, we played football a lot, too. And then, um, was it, uh, yeah, and then um, me and my ex broke up. And I was so devastated. So I was getting That's over that. Is, and, I was, and then during that time when I was dating her, it was a crazy relationship. So then I kind of ignored my group of friends a lot. Oh, that's yeah. what it all started. That's how high school is too, young. Yeah, so oh, then, yeah, you know, the needy girlfriend. So then, when we here broke up, I went back to them. They were just like, you know, we went like, all right, man, you're always a friend, dude. Don't worry about it, you know. And I was very grateful for that because yeah. they could have went south. They yeah. could have like, fuck you, yeah, yeah. dude. They were fake as fuck. They were, they were, they were, yeah, they were saying a lot of yeah. shit to me. They were, they were. 
They were. Oh, did you break up with your girl again? <laughs> that they kind did, of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were. They, 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 I got a lot of shit for that. But I mean, I was. It was. It was crazy. Yeah. And I say, you know, like the only thing that I can say was that the reason why I kept going back because it was like crazy good sex. <laughs> <laughs> He was too fiery, you know what I'm saying? Was, the sex <laughs> was fire so good. It was too fire for this. No, see, 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 like, the way I explain it is that she was crazy, so the sex was fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, God damn, it was so good. Popping yeah. pussies, huh? Dude, that, was, that was a popping pussy. It was yeah. fucking crazy. Kids, don't do this at home. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure kids don't listen to this, but that's, that's how it was, you know? And I regret that so much because I missed out on so many things. But that's, I mean, I'm telling you, that shit was crazy. No, that, that's you being yeah. honest. And yeah. I, I appreciate that. I respect that. And then, <laughs> and then when I met my circle of friends, okay, it was actually very nerve wracking. It was uh, should I just throw names, man? You guys, I don't care. Yeah, you can names if you want. All right, so it was it was Cha. Wow. Oh, yeah. So like, I knew Say from the year before my freshman year. Freshman, year, I didn't really have. I had a few friends. But everybody branched off and left. So my senior, my sophomore year, I didn't know anyone again. It was a fresh start. And then I had the same class with this guy who talked to me once in my freshman year. And I sat next to him. And this is when I had my long hair and my bangs. Wow. Down to my face. Yeah, I was like eating. Those days. Yeah, and my spiky hair. Long wow. Bangs. The 90s, yeah. 2000s. Yeah, yeah, crazy now you think yeah. about it, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, yeah my long, Damn. long hair. I used to strain it every day to sort of stay straight. Yeah, that's crazy. And so I had, um, <laughs> I mean, him became friends because I was sleeping in class. And then I had my hair covering my eyes. So they wouldn't see that you were so sleeping. So they, they didn't see me sleeping. <laughs> yeah. and that then, was a good way. I yeah, did that too. He woke me up and he was like, oh shit, you're fucking sleeping. I was like, yeah, man, like, what's going on? Like, we got a test. I was like, oh shit. Damn. All right, man. And they couldn't hear yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what I missed because we were in the back of the class. You know? Damn. And so then. Um, you probably said something like this. So then, yeah. So, so then, no, I was, I was, I was lean, I was lean back like this. Oh, with your long hair, yeah, and I just slept like this. <laughs> Looking like he was awake. So that's why I slept. Yeah. That's why he was back. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have glasses at the time, so oh, then my hair just oh, covered okay. my whole eyes yeah. and everything too. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Would you even get glasses then? I learned that because I kept getting serious headaches, migraines. Oh, when I was because you're visionary. Yeah, yeah. so you didn't get until like your junior year. Yeah, I didn't get until my junior year. God damn. Okay. Yeah. So like, I saw so how I became friends with uh, Sam was that that happened, and then I asked him, "Hey, what are you guys doing this weekend?" Because I don't really got nothing to do. I'm just sitting at home all the time. He's like, "Oh, we'll probably go hang out at Chas' house." And then yeah, I was like, "You mind if I come?" He's like, "Man, you gotta ask him. Is this place?" And I was like, "All right, point me to the guy and I'll ask him." Yeah. So then he's like. Oh, all right. And then so, um, well, we, well, so during halftime, you know, when we exit our classes, going to other classes, yeah. I think I told you. So I went and I met, I'm, I, he pointed at a child, and I was like, that's the guy. We had the same class, too. This is when we were uh, just uh, privates in, in RTC. Yeah. So then I went with semen. But, um, so then we went. Semen <laughs> 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 second class. But I went up to child and I shook his hand, right? We shook hands, and I started. Nervously gathered the courage, like, hey man, so I heard you guys are hanging out this weekend. I was hoping if I could come join you. And I look up and he's gone. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, wait, where the fuck he go? And I look, yeah. and he's walk he ran up to a girl and he started walking I'm like, this fucking buster. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to class and angry and everybody in class was like, Hey, hey, Casey, why are you so mad? And I was like, Cuz man, I gathered the courage 
all the courage I had to ask him if I could hang out with him this weekend. He just ditched me. He just ignored me. Yeah. I was walking, talking to myself for a whole minute. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of funny. That's yeah. funny. You talking to yourself? Like, yeah. Hey, man, I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he came, and then he, everybody was mad at him. Well, it's on my side. Yeah. I mean, he was trying to hang out with you, man. He was like, oh, oh, my bad, bro. And he's like... Yeah, you can come over this weekend. I was like, I don't think I want to no more, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel so offended. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's that's how me and him became friends. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, like for me, <laughs> I remember the courage part. I was never really a nervous person. You know, like, I was, yeah. I, I just, I wasn't shady either. Like, I don't mind talking to people. And when people talk to me, like, yeah, I respond to them. You know what I mean? But the courage part, I wasn't nervous of, like, talking to people at all, you know? I was always, like, out there. But at the same time, in high school, for me, it was kind of like, I don't know, whoever I hung out with, I usually stick with, you know? Supposedly, a lot of people thought I was, like, a popular kid, too. I'm not not saying, I'm not trying to, like, fucking... Dude, no, I agree with you, because same, 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 same here, too. Because, like, we always went and ran and hung out and shit, and did shit. And then, I didn't know this, but then after high school, like, about two, three years later... I, we, were, we went to this other party, and then it was like a hotel party. And this girl, she was like, yeah, I'm from, Mar- I'm from Arlington, too. And I was like, what? I don't yeah. remember you at all. She was like, yeah, I was a sophomore. You were a senior. And I was like, nope. We were no, just no, focused no, on yeah, clue, I was, right? yeah, I was like, no, yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, no clue. And she was like, yeah, yeah. You, you guys were like, you guys were like, oh, you guys always, you always hang out with that one dude, Sam, and child. And I was like, you fucking know my friends? Yeah. You know what I was like? What the fuck? And I was like, hey, Sam's right here, you yeah. know? What the hell's going on? How do you know? And she's like, oh, you guys were just, everybody kind of knew you guys. Dude. And we were like, what the fuck? Dude, dude, like, my wife said the same thing about me. My wife was like, dude, you were too cool for me and shit. I don't yeah. know if she ever told you about that. <laughs> I, know. I didn't know that. Okay, so, 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 so like, in high school, um, I think it was during lunchtime, okay? And then I was sitting at a table. I knew some of the people there, and we were talking, just hanging out, and then all of a sudden, like, my wife, stranger at the time, okay, I didn't know her, you know what I mean? She was, like, saying something to me, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. So anyways, you know, <laughs> she was like, oh, my God, that's how you were, you know, I was like, really? I don't remember you at all, like, I, <laughs> I, I, I remember you in our school, and we hung out a couple times, but I don't remember that moment, you know what I mean? I, I didn't get to know her until, like, we started working together, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, say, we just, I didn't know we were popular. I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Like, even some of the, uh, was it, some of the seniors, they knew who we were. They're yeah, like, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, like, you were a sophomore when I was a senior, man. Like, yeah, you guys partied a lot. And I was like, oh, fuck you, know? You know, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know you, you know, like, what? It was so confusing. So, but supposedly we were. So, oh, yeah, go oh, ahead, go, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> that reminds me, dude. I remember in senior year, because I, I felt a sense of popularity, too, because everybody was knowing who I was. Yeah. yeah. And um, it was kind of weird, because I was always used to people not knowing who I was at all. Oh, you dude, know? We, we knew you. So we knew it you. was strange to see that. But I remember from my senior year, I planned, because uh, I performed at my senior year. Um, I had I put a group of people together, and we performed my favorite, my favorite Disney movie, um, uh, The Circle of Life. From the oh, Lion King, yeah. but we performed an upper today kind of version. Okay, you know, and um, from the Disney Channel stars, we performed their version. Yeah, and man, that was a great moment because I wanted to do something special for my senior year. You know, so I got approval from the committee, from the school committee, the principal, and just said I want to put together this whole class like a choir and do this. 
you know, yeah. bring it. And that was the best thing I ever did, you know, on my own to incorporate that. Yeah. Having practice after school, staying after school to make sure it gets run right. The vocals, everybody did their thing, and then Jer was on it too. Jer, yeah, go home. Dude, on it too. were you the class that was throwing like condom balloons? <laughs> <laughs> of course not, dude. Of course not. I feel like that was y'all, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all blew condom balloons and left it. Was that like a senior prank thing? They filled okay. the water balloon, water hey, condoms, dude. That's not condoms with water, and they're throwing it at people. Oh really? Yeah, dude, like I remember a, because a girl was walking, was and it was like prank. a condom. <laughs> it bounced off. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and she was like, "What the fuck was that?" And then. It was like all slimy. And I was like, in what my the defense, fuck? I did not do that, okay? I wasn't part of that, but it was a senior prank, and I remember that. But I'll I tell feel you like you were part of that. Year, when I was, uh, before I was a senior, when I was a junior, they did the whole smoke bomb. And every oh, time, yeah. In the whole, every fucking class, they hit the yeah. whole smoke bomb. And yeah. they smoke bombed the damn cafeteria to the left and the right. Oh, it yeah. was so many. I, I remember that. Oh, that was crazy, dude. I remember that. It took a while. I thought it was crazy. Yeah, you remember that? So it, it's just, it's crazy. It was, uh, yeah, yeah. might have been a freshman at the yeah, time. Yeah, they had all these damn different smoke bomb colors and everything. Mm-hmm. And there was one where they had a rotten egg or some, something that was rotten. They just staked up the whole oh, damn really? hallway. I remember that. Um, but no, I've never got a chance to do any like real senior prank, you know? Yeah, because I feel, I feel I, like you were the year that was throwing cotton yeah. balloons. The, <laughs> That's the only thing that I regretted. From my senior year is that I never went to prom. Oh yeah. My, my parents couldn't afford it. For oh, me. I, I went to. Prom. Yeah. So I never went to prom. I went to every single dance for all my years but prom. Really? Yeah. And at that time I was dating someone too. So I was dating my ex, and she um she couldn't make it for my prom night, and so I didn't want to go. And everybody else had a date, and then I remember Jerk comes like, "Hey man, where you at?" So I was like. Sorry, man. I don't think I can make it. Damn. And that was part of her not being there, but also my parents. They couldn't afford it. It was too expensive back then. Yeah. You know, tickets were expensive. My parents didn't have the money to afford a tuxedo for me or anything. You know, so it was a very bad. It was a sad moment. That was the only thing I hated, and I hate it to this day, and it still bothers me. Not having I never a... got to go to prom. prom. So that's when we had like these Hmong events that were have like prom night. I yeah. wanted to go so bad, but I still never fucking got to go to the prom night. Because it, something always happens. It's well, not, it's never you, too late, man. You got a big crowd. Somebody uh, got to set a prom for Cedric. Yeah, you guys invite him. Yeah, yeah man. Invite him. Bring him to your prom. Dude, this dude got so much connection. Y'all better fucking man. set so, it up and yeah. invite me in case you come through too. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be MC. <laughs> no, but. Yeah. And I'll just be so Casey. That's the only thing I regret. Um, everything else was great. Who was your favorite teacher in the high school? Do you remember? My favorite teacher was a gymnastic teacher because I T ate a lot and I didn't do much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You <laughs> just sit on your ass and yeah. do nothing. No, I like I mean, I did do a lot too because I love gymnastics. Like, that was my favorite class aside to JROTC. Those two are my favorite class. And I mean, like, she was so cool. I forgot her name, her last name, her wow. Miss, Miss something. something yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, I T ate for her a lot and, um, like my junior year and my senior year, I TA for probably like every semester. I was like trying to. TA this guy for was class. a teacher's pet, just to do nothing. Don't hate, dude. I was teaching these kids how to flip. I, I was relax. A too. I was a teacher. But you, know how you feel <laughs> you too, yeah. But like, like I said, in school I didn't pay attention too much. I did enough just to pass. That's it. Yeah. But like gymnastics, like she was always like, I wasn't the greatest too. I wasn't the greatest at gymnastics. 
I was kind of stiff when I did my flips and all that stuff, you know, but she was always, like, nice, and she's always, like, encouraging me to, like, you know, do it again, you know, like, try it out, you know, and she was always, like, if I ever did, I went to her class, too, you know what I mean, like, she was, like, all right, whatever, just don't get caught, help me with these students, I was, like, all right, cool, you know, and I just flip around, roll around, the fucking man, whatnot, you know what I mean, for real, yeah, but what about y'all, do you have a favorite teacher? Oh yeah, lots, dude. Um, one, Pick my one. favorite teacher that I loved um, was Mr. North, Christopher North, and I, I'll never forget him. He was uh, my science teacher. I, uh, no, uh, my biology teacher. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. him at all. Yeah, he was my biology teacher, and he so left then, but... he um, he was just cool. I really enjoyed learning his class. I love biology. I love science. You know, so that was always the big thing for me. As much as I loved history, but that I loved. He's just a fun teacher. He was short as shit, but he was a fun teacher. <laughs> he was really it matter. He was tall, short, yeah, but he okay. Was really, really short for, <laughs> for you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. His class was always fun, and he always kind of related to our situation as teenagers. You know, knowing what we're going through, and he always encouraged us to work hard for what you have to do in life because as you get older, it will get tough. Yeah. But he never discredited us because we're younger. He always made us feel like we're one and the same. Um, and I just learned a lot from him. I learned a lot in his class. And I remember um, uh, one day when we were actually um, learning about inoculation and pathogens. And we had a quiz on it. And I forgot one thing. He actually helped me and gave me the answer to it on the quiz. I'm not supposed to do that. So I was really happy that he did that. But he was one of my favorite teachers. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite teacher? Yeah. Mr. Hessler. Ha! Yeah, he's my algebra teacher. Yep, okay. Mr. Hessler. He was so cool. Yeah, he fucking uh, every day he told a different he told a joke. And I love joke every day. Every fucking That's crazy. Day. Yeah, he was so funny. Bro. Do you remember all the jokes? No, jokes? I don't. I I remember my favorite ones. One was where um it was Christmas and he had he had like a bunch of fucking presents and he walked back. He was going back to his car and he saw a police writing ticket. And he was like, hey, man, why don't you give a guy a break? It's Christmas. Police kept writing him a fucking ticket. Yeah. And he's like, come on, man, don't be a dick. And the police kept writing him, a, wrote him another ticket. Yeah. So five tickets later, he's like, man, you're such an asshole. And the police nodded his head, walked away. And Mr. Hessel was like, my car's over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so fucked up. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Yeah, that's my one of my favorite jokes for him, dude. <laughs> that's oh, a good one, dude. He had a joke for every he, he day, dude. Like a fun teacher. Yeah, that's he a was one. so fun, man. <laughs> and me and uh, me and uh, was funny story too, cause uh, I, I had algebra with uh, this guy named Chi, but I always called him Chu for some fucking reason. And I remember one day I looked at him, and I was like, "Hey, man, Chu, why do you keep calling me? Uh, why do you keep calling me Ricky? Cause he calls me Ricky, and he's like." Why do you call me Chu? And I was like, Chu's not your name? He's like, nah, it's Chi. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry, man. That's yeah, funny. I was like, I was like, you look, you look like a Chu. And he was like, <laughs> that's and fucked then, up. And then he looked at me, he's that's like, fucked up. It's funny because you look like a Ricky. He's like, I'm a Ricky. <laughs> oh, oh, 
but <laughs> me and him sat in class all year. And that then, is funny. We always try to get Mr. Hessler to say, uh, okay. Like, <laughs> oh, South Park? Because he yeah, looks South like that Park. teacher. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Glasses and everything. And, uh, Dang, he didn't talk like him, but he looked like him. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so me and him always try to go, hey. Mr. Hesler, can you just go mm K once? Just once. Did he yeah. ever get it? He never did it. Because <laughs> I'm sure he knew the show. I'm pretty like, sure he knew. He was like, mm, that's what you're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> he will never say it, but me, me and Chu Chi will always try to yeah. fucking get him to oh, say it. Yeah. But Mr. Hesler was my favorite favorite teacher, man. His that's jokes great. are off the hook crazy, dude. Funny as hell. I don't that's know. There was one teacher I used to just, I used to clown her so much. But we were just, we, she was a great teacher. And she knows it. She's uh, she was a Chinese um, ethnicity. Her name was Miss Zong. Okay. And she was she was a math teacher. Okay. okay. So I would I needed help with math, so I would stay after school with her. But during her class, when I shared it with my buddies, <laughs> I used to clown her so damn much for no reason, and I didn't know why I did that. Uh-huh. It was just me being stupid. But she taught us two words in Chinese. Toshene and Trisiku. And then I used to fucking make fun of her. Because the way she would say it, like, Toshene, Toshene. And then I used to come at her, like, how do you say it again? Uh, and he was like, Toshene. And then she, was, and she would tell it like, the right way. I was like, oh, Toshene, right? And then it was like, yeah. Wow, what a dude. And then my buddy would just be laughing, like, bro, you're so mean. I was like, now nah, I'm just bullshitting. <laughs> but no, she was a good teacher because yeah. she really, she was the reason why I even graduated because without oh, her, yeah. I wouldn't have done it. You know, yeah. So I tip my hat to her for that. Yeah, yeah. that's tight. What would that even mean? Oh, so from what I remember, Trishiku is when they punish you and they put, because the, back then Chinese used to have that long, like the Ponytail? movies. Ponytail? Yeah. They'll hook them up to the thing. Oh, really? Yep. Damn. And hook you up to the ceiling and tie your, and then they, I guess it was the way they, they pronounced it, I don't know, but it's some kind of punishment. Oh, okay. But, uh, you're like, yeah. like that. just like, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but back then I had long hair. So really? my hair was here. Um, yeah, that was... You had got, long hair today? To really? It. I want to kind of see I that. I had long hair. I had an afro and shit. That was back. Really? Then. Really, really. <laughs> Damn, that's yep. tight. So uh, my freshman year, I had long hair. Sophomore year, I had it. I cut it the second, uh, probably the middle of the sophomore year. Okay. That's when I finally decided to go bald. Back then, long hair was a big thing. Everybody right. had long hair. Right. So I started growing my hair out. My dad had long hair. The whole ludicrous is new dog. Yeah, so I was braids and all that stuff. Yeah. But I remember when I first started growing out my hair, man, my own race, they were mean as hell to me about it. Because, man, when you were... like I said, I was not a popular dude. So oh, okay. When I was just growing it out, man, they used to make fun of me so much. But when I finally, my buddies, of course, stuck behind me. Yeah. When I finally decided to grow out the hair, it started, I was at this. Yeah. That thing grew. Oh yeah, and then my mom straightened it for the first time, and I was like, it was split straight. Yeah, I was like, Hell dude, no. you like, should have kept man. that. You should have kept that. That's pretty cool, man. You should have kept that, bro. Yeah, she straightened it. I can't imagine time. that right now. I, I, I can imagine it. Yeah, I had, I had an afro, just like a normal, you know, the afro you pick right. up. Right. And then when she straightened it, she's a straightener and straightened it down. I can't imagine yeah. the straightener bro, part. Of it. Bro, have you ever seen Idiocracy? Yes. You like, dude? I imagine like Mr. Macho. President, man. <laughs> yeah. you gotta watch that movie, bro. He, it's it's, it's a Terry Crews. Yep. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. long yep. ass hair, buff and shit, <laughs> long ass straight hair. Oh really? Yeah, yep. straight long okay, hair. Straight nice. Hair. I feel like Cedric. I split my hair once, and then I had a like I slid it back. You got yeah. photos? Yeah. 
You show it to me later, bro. I'm yeah. just curious. I you. have some now on this phone. Okay. I, but I have some, though. Okay. All right, well, dude, we've been talking for hour 30, dude. It's cool. It's real yeah. tight. But what I want to get to before, like, we ended it, because we got to end it at some point. I know it's yeah, going to get a little How'd you learn to sing, man? Was it just oh, okay. practice? Because yeah. uh, you said you had vocal training. Yep, so back then and still now, you will always be my, my biggest, biggest, thank you, bro, my biggest, most best entertainer in the world, and that was Michael Jackson. I was a huge Huge fan of Michael Jackson and my entire family. So my dad and mom, they knew whenever Michael Jackson came on, I was in front of that damn TV. I had to see him. You know, he was the best entertainer that I grew up in my generation. So looking at him, it made me want to become a dancer. I started dancing before I started singing, but I always had a, a voice. You know, yeah. I just didn't find it until later. I was a I was a dancer. I was a hip-hop dancer. I've taught classes, and I was a natural performer. So Damn, okay. I never was taught how to dance. It just kind of came, you know. Naturally. But watching him, I was like, I just, I, I, I want to be like this dude. I really want to be like this guy. He's just he's incredible. He can sing. He can dance. <clears throat> and he's just so robotic with his body. And then um, when I got into singing, I didn't find out that I could really sing until I hit high school. Junior high, high school. Yeah. yeah. When I first performed live was at gym. We had a talent show that we did for our gym class, and it was a requirement, um, which is weird for a gym, right? You know, but yeah, yeah for, it's really weird. But we had a talent show, <clears throat> and oh, we um, did have a talent show. Yeah, we had to. I just remember, remember that or something. Yeah, like yeah, that? I did. Yeah. yeah, we break dance for our for gym. Yeah, you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah it was, our break that was our really? requirement. That was really weird. We put on uh, <clears throat> this Jesus when we died. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that, that. Jesus, when we die. Oh, that, oh yeah. my God! Yeah, we, okay. we break dance. We, we hip hop to that song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we break dance to that song. Okay, okay. And shit. But yeah, well, yeah talent. Yeah, show, yeah, yeah. I had a talent show. I performed uh, with four girls. They are my backup dance uh, singers, and I performed live vocal. Uh, I think it was what song was it? I don't, you probably haven't heard of him because he was an R and B artist. His name was Avon. Oh, I know him. And uh, you probably know him. And I performed uh, I Want to Be Close. And the one he sang was like, was it? And I forgot, was it? I want to be, girl, let me be. Something like that. Oh, yeah. I want to be everything yeah, a man's not. Yeah, yeah. And I, I want to give you every little thing I've got. Oh, yeah. That one. Yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. you are more than a man needs. Yeah. yeah that's why yeah, I say yeah. you're truly right. my right. destiny. I remember that. Yeah, oh, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that guy. So I performed that live, and when I hit that high, that was my first time hitting a high note. So that's when I knew I was a soprano, when I can go really up there. Okay, okay. So all, people but... looked at me and was like, damn, this guy, I didn't know you could sing like that. And I didn't know I could sing like that. Yeah. My parents didn't even know I could sing like that. They didn't even know I can dance until later, you know? So my parents didn't take me to, like, talent shows and shit like that because they didn't know, it didn't run in our family. Then nobody was talented, musically talented like that. But... I knew I wanted to be a, somewhat of a performer, if not at music, just being on stage. Something, yeah. When I started to get a little bit more advanced, I wanted to take classes. <clears throat> I wanted to take vocal lessons to kind of learn how to control. I used to have a problem with breathing. So when I performed at, uh, at the New Year, I was very, I was still learning how to sing, how okay. to really control my vocal. Yeah. Because I couldn't hit the part that I tried to hit the, the high note on Jing Choi Itzoke. Yeah. I cracked. On that video, I was like, "Fuck, I didn't get it." 
So wait, where'd you go learn vocal training from then? Um, we had a music teacher <clears throat> at my high school, and then I uh, practiced with the, another music teacher. Well, he's a well, she was a friend, and she helped me with my vocals to prepare oh, for that performance. Okay. I and, really um, wish we had choir. I wanted to work on. Yeah, I never got a chance to take choir, but I did it when I was in middle school, and. I just started practicing a lot, a lot of songs, learning how to control, how to belch, you know, and not lose my control of my breath. Because breathing is very, very difficult when it comes to singing, especially when you, oh, yeah. you know, when you're just I starting I know, because I record myself. <clears throat> <laughs> and, um, that one time when we were here, yeah, you were there. messing around. So, so like my brother, real quick story. But then there was like this one time my brother-in-law came over and he was making music and he's not no singer, but I mean, he had a good song going on. And, you know, we came out here, we were like, hey, man, let's try and sing it, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and so we were singing it, and we thought we were doing all right. But then when we replay it, dude, we were so, terrible, It's so bad. That's all where beat, it's, everything. it's just like the videos where, like, the people think they can sing, and they're doing it. They're with, doing like, it, yeah. With, with, like, the background singer, like, the actual singer singing it. And then you turn on the music, and then they hear them. They hear your own voice. Yeah. And that's when you really are in the, in the main front. Right. I hated that performance when I did the New Year because when I was performing, they didn't have the instrumental back then. So I had to really try to sing above it. Oh, so okay. there was a scene in there where I took my, my mic down because yeah. the mics were really bad at that time. Yeah. And the, the sound system was bad. So I had to hit a little high and I put my mic down and then they heard the background vocals. Oh. So people thought I was lip singing, which I wasn't lip singing. But they didn't have the instrumental made at that time. YouTube was just coming out. You right. know, so yeah. you didn't have yeah, it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. There's no instrumental to music. But anyway, um, I got inspired by Michael Jackson. He got me into dancing and wanted to become a performer. Then I started wanting to sing. And then after a while, I was R&B. I was straight R&B. That's before I even got into more music. I grew up listening to R&B, hip-hop, sounds like that. So I knew I wanted to go in some kind of direction towards that. I did not know my range yet because right. I was a quiet singer. Yeah, yeah. I have a video back then where I performed Shooting Star, yeah. acapella. I said, damn, I sound like shit, dude. <laughs> I was like, is this really me? And at that time, I was super skinny, yeah, you know? Yeah. I was really, really super skinny. And I was like, wow, I don't sound good, you know? So I knew I had to keep practicing to find my voice and to be able to control it because yeah. I'm not a power, powerhouse singer, yeah. but I can hit, you know, yeah. if I go. I top my hat to the people that are powerhouse singers because it takes a lot, you know? Right. But I know my range, you know, and I know how well I can do. You know, yeah. I can hold a tune for a while. But um, the hardest thing was was breathing. That okay. was the hardest thing, you okay. know. And sometimes I even get short-winded when I'm performing live because I have to dance with my music. It's hard as hell to sing and dance at the same time. I just learned how to do it, you know. Right. So when I performed Belanger, which is one of my songs, live for the first time, I had just wrote it that same day I performed it live. Really? And this was back in 016 when I wrote that song. The day we performed... It's the same day I wrote the song and I performed it live with no recording. That's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> with no recording. That's super I, risky too, ain't it? I lit that stage up, you yeah. know? <laughs> okay, okay. But it was risky because I had just wrote the song. I wrote it in four hours. No, it was five hours. And I performed it. I was the last performer and I lit that stage up. Wow. <laughs> that I do remember. Yeah. And they was like, dude, you had the crowd going wild because I'm dancing and I'm performing. I was out of breath, but I did that stuff. And the, these are live vocal, yeah. you know. It is extremely hard. But anyway, I kept practicing. 
I was taking vocal lessons, learning how to control my vocal, you know, and just how to sing and how to belch. And I haven't, I'm not a Mariah Carey, so I can't do that whistle shit. You know, I just can't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it takes a lot of time and persistence. Yeah. And there was time where I would practice so much, I started to lose my voice. So you yeah. have to be able to nurture your voice, take care of it, you know. Yeah. Um, and then after that, when I did perform, my family found out I can sing. Then my mom was like, you know, if I had the money back then or the, the, um, what's the word? The, um, finance. Yeah. The finances, but also the, uh, the opportunities. Oh, okay. Yeah. To be able to go ahead and get you on stage. Cause I know my parents wanted to do that, especially my mom. She probably did want to, but she knew it wouldn't happen. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just too expensive to do right. that. And we didn't right. have the, um, <clears throat> we didn't have a lot of the, the utilization that we have now. Right. But, um, She's like, I would have, she would have wanted me to go on stage and become yeah, a performer. I'm sure. But um, had that happened, I would have took a different route. I wouldn't have got into moon culture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would have been just an R&B artist, you know, and just did it that way. So yeah. I got better on the vocal. Um, and sometimes even today, I feel like I like, kind of sound, <laughs> you know, even when I'm like recording, I don't like hearing myself recorded because I don't sound like myself. I feel like I don't sound like myself. I feel, I like, I feel, feel better like... live. Than on my recording, I do better live than on my recording. Yeah, you know, I just in the studio, I try to get it as perfect as I can get it from my audience because I know when I go live, that's when I can start doing my runs and riffs and you know belches and stuff like right. that that I can't do in the studio. So I feel like I'm not performing as well as I should mm -hmm. in the studio, and I have to do take after take after take. Some people. I get down like in two takes. I'm like, shit, it takes me like 10, 12 takes. But that's, yeah, go ahead. And that's just me. When I recorded with Talcon, yeah, I recorded that, what, it took me 16 times to get yeah. it down. Yeah. To get it to where I wanted it. Right. But that's what I'm telling you. I have to do multiple takes in the studio. I can't do it at one or two takes. My vocal is not that good to do just back to back, you know. I have to keep doing it until I feel like it's perfect. Because when I'm on stage... That's when I use my full vocal, yeah. and I can really show them what I can do, you know? Bro, I guarantee you, and I'm sure a lot of people agree with me, we see you put your heart into all your songs, dude. A lot of your music video, every time I look at it, I was like, dude, man, Sadie, you're really putting it all on the table, you know what I mean? I really try to structure it, yeah. you know? And real talk, Casey and Vince, I, when I did that video, and it's only been out for nine months, but when I did that video... Time out. I gotta go pee. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Time out. Hold that thought, okay? Let me yeah. pee real quick. So, when I first decided to do that video, it was gonna be my first official video of my own. I've been featured in videos, but I've never had a music video of my own. So, I wanted to make it special. I knew that it was gonna attract a lot of people, but I didn't think it was going to climb as fast as it did. Yeah, because people already knew me, but they never expected me to do my own video, right. you know. And so when I had did the teaser for Guadalco, uh, they was like, "Oh man, this is that was last year, right? It's gonna be fire, you know. Yeah, you should do more. And, yeah. Oh, we got something in the works, bro. I'll Ooh. tell you that later. Yeah, you tell us. <laughs> yeah, after. Yeah, um, we shot that video a lot of it in Duluth. We shot a few scenes in Hampton for the. Um, for the Buddhist temple scene, we shot that in Hampton, Minnesota. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that, yeah. Um, the Hamptons. Yeah. 
very nice place. I don't think nobody ever really knew where it was, so they was like, "Oh, you guys should do oh, some I'm, Thailand yeah, or something." I'm like, there. no. There, yeah. <laughs> um, also, we shot some. We had shot one scene at no two scenes at Minnehaha Falls, but majority of it was in Duluth. We shot a lot of new places in Duluth, which mm. was really nice in Hampton, of course. But um, it was so much fun to work on that because we put so much time and effort into it, you know, and I know when I was writing out the storyline, cause I'm like the co-director behind the scenes. Cause I'm writing all these scenes out, you know, I picked the places that I wanted your video. Yeah. And I wanted to make sure that it was shot right. I'm paying good money for it. So I want to make yeah. sure that it's shot right. Yeah, you know, hiring the right director. Yeah. And I think that that time when he, when I hired him for that project, that was the, I was the third person he ever worked with. So I didn't know him. I kind of uh, got referenced to work okay. with him from another friend. He gave me like a surprise, which is a good friend of mine. Okay. He gave me like five or six people that I could probably, you know, directors that I could potentially go for. Yeah. And I picked Janan, which is a good guy, you know, as far as his work and everything. Um, we did the video. Oh, well, yeah. Parts is <laughs> working everything. We did the video. Go on, go on, go on, man. Anyway. Because <laughs> yeah. we, I mean, you know, I know who Janine is. You know, everybody should know who Janine is. <laughs> On a business perspective. Good guy when it comes to work like that. And so be able to hire him for it was great. He did a great job. Um, we spent, we've shot 12 hours the first day, seven and a half hours the second. So it was a big shoot. It was a long shoot. Yeah. But it turned out beautifully. Yeah. I had so much fun working on that video and working with Wong Cha. She was a great actress. Excellent. She's a singer too. She sings beautifully. So people haven't seen that about her, but she sings absolutely beautifully. And it was so much fun working with her. And what's funny when we did the opening scene, that was all out of the, just how was that? We had no script. Oh, y'all just so said it out of the blue. Y'all, how was that? Y'all just we, winged we it. We huh? made it out. We just made it up wow. and winged it. It looked so real that people thought we were, you know, acting. Yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, yeah. we had no script. I said, we're just going to say this, and you're going to say this, and then we're just going to make it up. <laughs> you know? And I remember behind the scenes, because her boyfriend was on set. And, um, Yul, <laughs> yeah, her boyfriend, Yul, was on set. I was like, damn, I know he felt awkward. Feel weird, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. But he was cool, and he was professional about it. But me, dude, I'm like, no, no, you better not be touching my girl like that. No, 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 no. But I would have been so jealous, you know. I get what you're saying. But I, I love Yul because he was so patient, and he trusted her. And he and I invited him to the set. I yeah, wanted to, to yeah. meet her and, and to have him be on board with us yeah. to see how it's being shot. Uh, I felt like that but, dude was just like, but I got a lot of respect though. I got so much respect yeah, for him because saying. he was able to let her do that and you know, let me do it. And, he, and I was like, we're just working, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not trying to take I mean, your girl. He yeah. can't really you know? like. He, you can't say that, man. She has her own person. You know, she can you do know, it. Which is cool. with or without his person. But, uh, and he doesn't man. hold that against her. And that's why I love you all so much for that. And I respect him because if it was me, I'd feel so jealous. <laughs> yeah, I would but it was so much fun working with her because she's such a natural. And I wanted to give her the exposure that she deserved. Yeah. You know, she's a very beautiful girl. She's very, very natural. And she's so talented. Yeah, that's dope. Um, and we just have fun. And working with Kinane, I remember the background of that story. And I don't think I told you guys. When we were writing, before I wrote the song, I was actually writing that song for another artist that decided not to do it, or for whatever reason. But when I found Kinane, um, he just brought magic to that song. 
you know, we both did. We wrote it together. Yeah. And top down to my boy Max, who kind of helped me with the the structure of the song. Shout out to you for that. But um, just writing Max Tao, Max Watao, just writing the song with uh, Tanang. Um, fool. He he's in te- he lives in Texas. Okay. I was in my basement. We Damn. FaceTimed each other and we wrote that sucker together and just got it down. I flew him out. He came. And we just knocked that on. He was only here for two days. So he's like, oh, you got two days to shoot that. I got to go back home on Monday. I was like, wow. Ain't good. Yeah, we didn't even get a chance to drink. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, dang. Yeah, like, oh. Yeah. But um, it was a fun shoot. It was a very, very fun shoot. I was tired after that shoot, though. I, I'm not going to lie. I was really tired. I could tell. That was a lot of work. Yeah, I've mean, seen all that. I was like, god damn. It was a, a, it's a beautiful, beautiful music video. No, no, honestly, and honestly, like, the beats. I want, I want to see more. Of yeah, that dude. Video, so now what's coming now. next? So, now that you guys want to know... Okay, mm-hmm. let's talk about that. Yeah, you want to talk about it? Or, yeah. I mean, like, you want to... You can, you can put in your plug. That's it, yeah. So, the new single that I have coming out, we just finished recording. Um, it's a song that I wrote, and um, Dochi wrote her voice, or her verse, excuse me, and featuring Dochi Yang. And I wrote the song. I wanted to, to do a song with her as a, my first female collab ever. You know, I've never collaborated with a female before on a song, so I was like, "This guy, this has to be special." Yeah, it's gonna be harmony, you know. is it harmonies? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes, sir. Um, right. I posted a sneak peek from my fans on my fan page, okay, on my YouTube channel to give them a taste of what's coming. Ooh. The song is done. We are in the inner phase of getting ready to shoot the video, and we're hoping I want to shoot that video in Chicago, but. We have a lot of planning to do before that happens. Um, it was so much fun working with her in the studio because she is vocal beast. So okay. anybody want to work with Dochi, you're getting that 400%. Because yeah. that girl rocked it out in two damn takes. Me, I'm sitting here like, yeah, two takes, and I still haven't got it. <laughs> <laughs> do it. But um, she was so much fun to work with, and she's so professional and so talented. And um, she had so much fun. She loved the song. I remember when she asked me to work together after Gutalkan, she wanted to work with me, and I was like, "Well, you got anything now? You want to? What do you got in mind?" She's yeah. like, "I don't know, but I definitely want to work with you." And I was like, well, "It's okay. I, I I got something for us." I called my buddy, um, but I'm online to you know DJ Peter, right? Yeah, yeah, he's a talented. Yeah, producer. he found this. Is that the one with? Um, he made this. Uh, what? It was he's the one that did it with that someone's grandpa, Choluk Kena. Yeah, yeah, I think that's him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's a DJ, man. Yeah. That's dope. MC guy. He's talented, man. He's yeah. a talented producer. I need he an opener, bro. Produced <laughs> this track. And um, I found it. Nobody touched it. So I was so happy. I was so happy nobody touched that, that track. I heard that instrumental and I fell in love with it. I said, bro, I had to buy this track from you. Yeah. I already have the song in my head. I already have an idea. I have to buy this from you. He's like, I got you, bro. Sent to me. I bought the the rights from him and started writing the song. Took it to Dorchi, and she was like, yeah, this is going to be it. I love this song. It's a a love song, but it's not a sad song. It's a happy song, and it's called Lundokumu, Come With Me. And it's about these two lovers who were actually apart. They came together, found each other. Yeah, you told me about this. Decided to travel the world together. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You told us. I'm also working on a song with David Yang. 
that I'm gonna, I have to get on that. My boy, my bad, David. I got you, bro. I've been slacking a little bit, but I, I'm. The song is done. I just gotta re-record my vocal. Okay. But me and David, and we got a big song coming out too pretty soon. He's just waiting for me. I've just been a slacker, but I got you, bro. Um, <laughs> this guy. So stop slacking, Sandra. Yeah, Procrastination. Yeah. I've just been working on a lot of projects. That's why. It's all good. So we got a song coming out together. Um, I also have another song coming out for myself called J Ning Family. And um, that song is going to be one of my most powerful songs. And it's going to be very special to me because I'm going to have all you guys in that video. Very special. Yes. So it's all about family. And to have you guys in that video is going to make it even more special. So Got to lose weight, the, man. Yep, the video is going to get video ready. get video ready. So that's going to be dope. Um, and then... I think I have one more song coming too after that. So, and then after this year, I have a lot of big plans I'm going to be doing. So, I'm going to probably step away from the music for a little while. Okay. Um, but yeah, those are the next projects. Um, it's coming up pretty soon here. So, yeah, I got to lose weight too. I got to go on my diet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First video, you know. All right, um, yeah. Go ahead. But yeah, man. Um, that's the biggest plan right now is okay. getting that song out. I know people are waiting for it. And I had just posted the teaser for Londokumu on my YouTube channel just about three weeks ago, about four weeks now. So they're just waiting. They're like, man, this song's on sound fire. I was like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a special one. You know, it's the way, okay. we, the way I wrote it and our vocals, they just blended. Um, and it sounds beautiful. It sounds absolutely beautiful, especially because it's the first time I actually add some English in it. You know? oh, yeah. And I usually don't do that. Okay. So I wanted to add some English in it. There's going to be a dance number for that video. Goddamn, big plans, yeah, bro. Yeah, so big you plans. Big plans. Big visionary for that. Yeah. So I'm excited for what's to come. I'm excited for you, man. I cannot wait. That's the video that I am looking forward to. But Jinang is, when I have all you guys yeah. in that, that, that's going to be a special video. That sounds that's all dope. about family. So. But yeah, that's a little bit about what's going on with me. Um, and then working with my brother David. I'm excited about that, too, because... I love him so much. He's really talented. He has a good heart. So, yeah. Yeah. That sounds real dope, bro. Like, so look out for that, guys. I mean, like, before we close this out, because we've been two hours something already. Yeah. Now. So we got plenty to, like, I got plenty of edit. Editing is not fun, too, bro. <laughs> but this has been such a dope episode. Because I always love kicking with you. I know you up here. We're, like, down here still. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So I bring myself. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Keep that in the yeah. video. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> so, I got a few words. I don't know if you do, but I just want to say, bro, like, you're my boy. I've known you for 10 years, all right? Yeah, that's crazy. And it's, I know you're doing great. I love what you're doing. I respect you so much. You told me a little bit of, your, like, your backstory, you know, and, um. I feel, I love like these talks like this because I feel more connected to you. You get what I'm saying? We hung out. We definitely hung out plenty of times. Yeah, but at least we weren't drunk. Yeah, we weren't drunk. <laughs> we, weren't, we weren't fucked up like that. We're you get what I'm saying? Talking. Yeah. So this oh, yeah, man, I love you so much, bro. <laughs> we've we've done that. <laughs> we've done that before. We've done that. We've done that. Before, but, done that. <laughs> but no, like I just want to tell you, like a lot of my friends, like everyone, and I look up to you too. 
a lot of my friends I look up to because I got a res- respect for like you and a lot of the friends because I see a lot of people moving forward. And that's where I'm trying to be. I'm trying to catch up to y'all. You know what I mean? And this podcast thing is like a big thing. You know how many times like I've been telling you about my podcast. I'm pushing it. I'm really trying. And I've been slagging too. But this is something like for real I'm doing. It. And like you motivate me too because I know you're always pushing it, bro. So there's a lot of respect for you, a lot of love for you. Keep pushing it. Keep doing it, okay? Besides, like, you know, I know you're you're a big time now, bro. You're a big time. I don't see myself that way. Yeah, now you're you're a big time. Trust me, dude. Mon community-wise, you big time, bro. I'm going to tell you this. Instead of you thanking me, I want to thank both of you and your culture for what it's done for me. You have no idea how much of a tremendous high respect and loyalty that I have for my own people and the culture itself and for you guys. Thank you so much for allowing me to not only get into the culture, but adapt and learn and also feel like I'm a part of something special than feeling like an outsider. Thank you so much for the Hmong culture because it saved me in so many ways beyond what you think. And without that, I wouldn't even be here today. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I really appreciate each and every one of you, you, Casey, and all my brothers and sisters, especially within the Hmong community. Thank you so much. And I couldn't ask for anything more. And I'm super excited for my full restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> that's another that, time. We can talk about that another time. time. That's another time. time. Another but time. Yeah, but God time. damn. <laughs> <laughs> you, said, you said way better than I did. Y'all. I can't top that. All I... All I can say is like, like, like for me and KC, when it comes to like boys we're real close to, I don't care how far you up up here. My friends who are like still working on it too, I don't care. Like we're boys. I don't see you any different. You know that. Same here. So a lot of love. I'm proud of you. I'm very proud of you for being consistent and staying focused and following your dream. You know, the podcast was a big thing to you. I know you've been wanting to do it and now you're doing it. Yeah, and if it takes me to help that kind of branch out, then I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Number love, bro. You deserve it, man. Sure, thank you, bro. <laughs> you, too, you deserve it, bro. <laughs> I know it's been a long road, but you deserve it. it has been a long road, man. Thanks, right, thanks, bro. You, yeah. mm. Thank you for coming through, man. Oh yeah, and thank you for not getting me drunk. <laughs> oh, just wait, wait till, till camera's done. Yeah. yeah, wait till, till camera's off. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot for coming through, man. Yeah, thanks. thanks for coming through, dude. You know, I very appreciate it. A lot of love. You know, it's always great to see you, man. I'm glad. I'm glad, you know, you came around, man. Yeah. Honestly. Been boys, brothers, since like, what? Been years. 14 long years? Time. Long yeah, as fuck. Yeah. It's crazy how long that's been. Right? I know. You know, but man. the good thing is that we look the same. <laughs> we just I don't gave, know, man. I got uh, fat. Hey, we, just gave, we just became a little chubby chick. <laughs> we just became a little chubby chick. Yeah, man. A lot of love to you, dude. Like I said, I've watched your videos. I support you a lot. You know, I go and I, I mean, I don't name drop you a lot because, you know, like I said, to me, you're, you're just you're just my brother. Yeah. That's how you I know? see myself yeah. out. Like, I'm just, 
honestly, I, I just promote everybody. I think they're all beautiful and talented. Yeah. So I think that, you know, you of course, I can are, see that, you know, like that you don't just talk about yourself. You no. Give it out to everyone. The artists that, you know, that I look up to, especially for the ones that have been really, really trying, like there are some beast ass Hmong artists that I'm so proud of that I follow. And it's, when it comes to like the Jolo, I like the OG Hmong yeah. artists. Yeah, yeah. I love Likong. I love him very much. I okay. think he's so talented. Oh, man. Ah, there's some talented ass people, dude. It's oh, yeah, for sure. I I just think I just thank God so much that we have this money talent <laughs> in, in the industry. It's just it's yeah. just crazy, dude. Yeah. It's like because back then we didn't have that. We just had bands, and That's so true. the moment music just exponentially just went up. That's you know, true. it's just like damn. Now we have all these freaking artists, yeah. rappers, and it's things that good. we didn't have back it's then. Good. You know, so it's crazy, They're and it, it's lot. good. I see that. Oh, I kind of need it. Kind of feel like we need a new band, <laughs> new Hmong band. You know, with you included in it or something, dude. It'd be cool. You know what? That wouldn't actually be a bad idea. Yeah, we'll call it no, black uh, and yellow. Black and yellow, bro. <laughs> exactly, bro. Do you die, Do you die? Do you die? We'll name it Do and Die. Do and Die. Don't you be Do and Die, bro? Do and Die. Yeah. All right. But it's been fun. I want to thank you guys so much. This is a wrap. Yeah. yeah. You wrap. know. Until next time. Stay black. No, just <laughs> <laughs> you want to play in your plug before I close it out, bro? Yeah. Oh, oh what's up? Any play, plugs, play your plugs. Anyone like you want to shout out? YouTube or... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure, cool. Yeah. So, I lost my chain of thought for a minute. So, all right. So, for those who not know me, it's a side Cedric Vang here. If you need to follow me, I'm on YouTube. Please like and subscribe to my channel if you want to see more material that's coming up. Thank you so much for all the support, all the love and respect. You have no idea how much I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. To my Hmong family, my Hmong friends, my Hmong sisters, brothers, thank you so much. It has been a blessing, and I'm going to continue to make you guys proud as much as I can. I'm not perfect, but I swear I will get to that point somehow. <laughs> They're proud of you, dude. Trust right. me, dude. They, yeah. they have yeah. it, man. You real cool. But thank you so much. If anybody wants to chill with me, you already know I'm down to earth. Yeah. I don't see myself bigger than anyone. That's not the way I was raised. I think we're all beautiful. We yeah. should be treated equally. And um, let's make it happen. Respect. Respect. Always remember that. Better mom than me. There you go. Oh, yeah. Go on. Go on. Say your closing statement. Huh? Yeah. Don't say you want a Big Mac because that ain't gonna happen. No, no, I don't have, I don't have a closing <laughs> statement. Man. <laughs> no, no, man, you got me as a, you got me fucked up. Yeah, you, you got fucked you fucked up, up dude. Got me fucked up. Big Mac you got me fucked up. I've never heard it on this podcast. I know, man. Like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn. Oh man. You lucky, you lucky boys, man. Lucky boys. Man. <laughs> oh man. All right, bro. All right, man. You ready to wrap this up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. So, yeah. I hope that you guys liked that episode. We had our boy, Cedric, Cy Vang here with us. And it was a real good talk, dude. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. You know what I mean? So, I mean, uh, check us out on Facebook. The video will be on Facebook. Eventually, we're going to put it on YouTube. You can listen to us on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, right? 
So, um, yeah, that's a wrap. Once, once again, my name is Vince. And this is Goofy. Come and minutes with us on the next episode, guys. Yay! Yeah.